<laughs> hello, everyone, and hello to Matt Jarbo. How are you doing, Matt? I am good. It's finally not raining in the Northwest. And I'm very happy oh. about that. <laughs> it was it was hailing here in France. So, yeah, there's all uh, we're, you we're pesky French everywhere. people and your your hail. You <laughs> yeah. can never just do it the right way. It's always got to be fancy. It's got to be fancy stuff. <laughs> it's going to be next. You're going to go. It was hailing baguettes. That just <laughs> seems like a normal day in Perry. <laughs> in gay Perry. Uh, before I get started, I just want to say hello to everyone in the chat. So hello, Gigosti Mag. Uh, hello to Lords of the Long Box. Hello to Kevin Feige. We've got Kevin Feige in the chat as always. All right. All right. Yeah. Finally, finally admitting that he comes over here to get the scoops for what's going on with his own shows. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> hello to Tim Vo, of course, of Lords of the Long Box. And Justin Shields is in the chat as well. Uh, Kevin Feige says, it's your own fault for all your own theories. I've been so... saying that too. And a lot of people aren't happy with me when I say that. They're like, no, what? no, it needed to happen in my mind, in my head cannon." Should we start off with that, actually? Because I think you're right. I think that's something that a lot of people... Can we just, let's just always lead with that. Yeah. I think you're right. Let's just always lead with that. <laughs> I prefer that that way. Oh, I just want to get... Just hi to Reese and uh, also hi to Kazakhs, even though he's probably watching Sil's show right now, which uh, he very nicely uh, scheduled for the same time as mine. Thanks, Sil. We really a super mega force team. He likes we? to rub it in that he's seen <laughs> Justice League now like oh, a bunch yeah. of times. I think he was up at like one o'clock in the morning and yeah. he was like... He was like tweeting about the movie at one and i'm like what are you doing and he's like i just watched it again and i'm just like f you man oh, what, eight hours there eight are people there there are people that have already told me that they've seen it four times oh you know how, and it's how, like because what it is is they the send time? you they said well yeah for one i have kids i don't have time to do anything <laughs> you know and uh but for basically like they got sent the link and they just start watching it re-watching it i'm like come on hold off until it's actually out and then you can benefit the numbers Oh, man, it's like I don't I don't know how I'm going to actually see this film because four hours already is a lot for me to fit into my day. Is like uh, it's it's going to be kind of madness. <laughs> well, to just there, try and see it once. There uh, there's chapters, right? There's six yeah. chapters, so yeah. you could always kind of pause it in between the chapters and then just go. Because I plan on reviewing it like an overall review, and then I want to do like a chapter by chapter breakdown yeah. Yeah. of it or discussion. I don't know if I say breakdown because I'm going to clearly get things wrong and people are clearly going to let me know. <laughs> um, but it's like, well, that way you can at least segment content a bit and, and make it last a little bit longer. So, I mean, Lords of the Longbox says 16 hours of their life. <laughs> yeah, but dude, I, I put like over 100 hours in Assassin's Creed games and I don't feel like regret at all. So, yeah, I suppose you're right. I suppose I mean, you're right. But I mean, what, what we're doing is that I think I'm going to watch it once. I'm going to say just once because that's all I can fit in. And then we're going to, on Friday, we're going to do another Super Mega Force team chat and talk about it. So, it's going to be interesting to get Syl versus uh, uh, TiVo in that chat, I think. Oh, I think Tim's. I think Tim's already predisposed to hate it. That's. A, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I'm going to have to be the mediator in that one. Kind of be like on the fence about everything, which is what um, probably English like to do. Uh, but uh, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are things? I heard that things were going a bit, a bit badly. Uh, like oh, with the with the striking. Yeah. yeah. I you know I don't know. Like it's kind of a blessing in disguise, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And I only say that because it just gives me like more time to like not focus because when you when you're a creator you're always trying to think of like what to make next right yeah and so it's like okay i can live stream i can i can you know you know the live streaming is like it's very weird because it's the most accessible and it's like the easiest thing to do because yeah. how hard is it to fire up a camera like i've got on i got already got my lights my microphone and then it's like bring up an article and talk about an article and like there's content 
Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's good content. I'm just saying that it's content. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so people are home and they're not going to work. Right. So they look for things to do. They play video games. They listen to live streams and, and they like that. The problem though, is so many people are doing these like two, three, four hour live streams. And it's yes. like, geez, come on. You know, like I do a show uh, called Boulder talk radio that I try to keep between an hour and a half and two hours. If I can, I like to go less than that if possible. Yeah. Just because I'm like, I want to go do other things with my day and hours. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> no, it's, it lasts a little longer sometimes. It always does. But, yeah. you know, it's like, but there's people out there that are right now doing that. And they do that because that's like the just, it's just where we are on this platform. Yeah. Um. And uh, I don't see that really changing. I but... mean, you, you talk about people doing two hours, like two hour live streams. Uh, I am guilty on Fridays. I, t I tend to keep it down at least an hour max on because yeah. we do what three lives a week, which is small screen stories, uh, which you are part of today. Um, and uh, so, and then we do what uh, this new thing, which is called Super Mega Force Team. Uh, which is a fun name. Uh, James got that got that up. So that's uh, like a two hour, two and a half. Super Team Mega Force. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the the insane graphic, and uh, that is you can, you can clearly tell that somebody else is controlling this from the background. Well, that, that, that's kind of the thing about this show. It's like I'm I'm the host, but I'm not really. It's yeah. like I've got, I, I've got a gremlin that's uh, that's taking over the show. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lord of the Longworks says, "Oh, James is at it again." Yes, he is, and James is out of control, apparently, according to Lord of the Longworks. Mikey Sutton's in the hey, chat. Hey, what's so, up, Mikey? How you doing, buddy? Hey, hello to Mikey, and uh, there are a couple of uh, a couple of uh, Mikey scoops that I'm, uh, we're going to talk about today. Number one, actually, is that Brian Cranston is uh, in uh, in contention to play Norman Osborn. Have you heard that? Uh, yeah, that? yeah, I think Mikey sent that to me. Yeah, because uh, he just does that, you know. Like, yeah. I won't talk to him for a day, and then I get a message at like three in the morning, and it's just a link to his blog. I'm like, you can just tell me, you know, like you can just tell me, but it's like, do you see this? Yeah. <laughs> like it's on his group and then it's all over Twitter. Like I see it, Mikey, I see it. Uh, but no, I did. I did hear that. That's cool. I think um, if he can bring some Heisenberg uh, to that, I think yeah. that would be like hardcore, you know, that that would be really cool because I've, I, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a show that's on at the moment called Your Honor which he's in and that uh, is, i've heard of really it i haven't good. seen it he is brilliant in it and it, again he's he's one of these actors that i can't really think of any any uh thing he's been in that he's been bad in even like godzilla 2014 i kind of thought he stole the show in that apart from the, the, well, the small <laughs> the small bits that godzilla was in <laughs> yeah well that was the thing with that movie too is uh, a lot of people got mad at that movie because he wasn't in it more yes and i i i am also one that got mad when i first saw it and i was like what wait wait what they killed him in 20 minutes. What's going on? And then I'm like, oh, it's kick ass. Yeah. Okay. It's, and yeah. then, yeah, all right. And then, you know, but I liked the movie quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, once I, once I got over that disappointment, I was like, okay, I can get into this a little bit more. Um, but yeah, Cranston is a fantastic actor. I actually saw him at Comic-Con a number of years ago. Um, did you ever hear about when he was walking around yes, the show yes. floor in the mask? Yeah. I saw him in the mask i didn't know it was him and i wasn't in hall h when it happened um because i only had a one day pass that yeah. year and so I'm, but i'm walking through the hall and i see someone dressed as heisenberg and like he's coming towards me right he's coming right towards me and i'm looking at him like that's a pretty creepy looking mask right but what <laughs> what got me was his eyes 
you know, so you noticed he, him. Yeah, um, so yeah. like I, you could see his eyes, and his eyes had the scowl. So it wasn't like he was just walking around like, "Hey, how's it going, everyone? My name is Brian Cranston." It's he's walking around like he's in full on Heisenberg. He's mode. in character. Yeah, and so like <laughs> so you're in this you know hall of like hundred and twenty thousand people, and and like just in that moment, I literally felt like the only person there because I'm looking at him and he's looking at me, but he's like staring into like the depths of my soul. You know, it was such a weird thing. And I'm like, oh, that man. was, I'm like, that was creepy. So I went home cause I had worked that day. And then I found out later on that night that he had actually been on, uh, that, that, that was him. Yeah. And I didn't know. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, but he, he was just walking. He was walking around just in that mask. He wasn't actually doing anything specific. No, he, he wasn't. He was just walking around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many times like I've seen, I've seen different actors like just walk around and they just got a hat on, you know, and you're like, all right, yeah, you guys are just like fishing for compliments, you know, yeah. you're fishing, you're fishing for someone to recognize you because you really want to get like that selfie or you want to get that adoration, you know, but like I've seen Michael Rooker just like walking through the hall floor, literally just Michael Rooker. Yeah. You know, he had like sunglasses on and a skateboard and he's in his mid sixties, you know, and it's just Michael Rooker <laughs> being Michael Rooker. And you're like, what's going on, Rook? And he's like, what's going on, man? How you doing? And he just takes off, you know, like it's super chill. But uh, some people are way more different about that. But that was, yeah, that was my Brian Cranston story. But I think, I think with Cranston, uh, one of the things about the Mikey Sun scoop was that he said it wouldn't really be, it wouldn't end up being a, a Green Goblin, at least not to, not to begin with. And that also he'd be a kind of mentor role. Uh, which is like a bit, it's like a bit like, can't you have a Spider-Man movie where Spider-Man doesn't have to have a mentor, but it's more like he just looks up to, um, lo looks up to him. And I think it's going to be him in college as well. So it's pretty, well, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. It's a really good casting. I think if they, if, if it does hopefully come out yeah. and it ends up being him, I think it'd be a good, a good bit of casting. We'd never got him as Lex Luthor, which is something a lot of people wanted. So get him as Norman Osborn. It's kind of a decent second. It, it's yeah. It's like Spider-Man's Lex Luthor. You know, if he can't yeah, be exactly. Kingpin, let yeah. him be Lex, right? Or let him, let him do Norman Osborn. Um, I, you know, I agree. I think him being the casting and that would be wonderful. It, it really would also depend on who they got to play Harry. Yes. Because then you'd have to see that, that break in that father son dynamic. Um, and I think, you know, Willem Dafoe and Tobey Maguire had good chemistry back in the first Spider-Man movie and recapturing that is going to be something that I think a lot of people are going to be wanting to see. Uh, yeah. and Tom Holland, you know, I think Tom Holland and Brian Cranston could like really pull it off, you know? And I, and I know that I get your comment about the mentor thing, but, but <laughs> Peter, <laughs> you know, Peter works well when he has someone to look up to, you yeah. know? And I think that was kind of one of the issues where you look at like, you know, Spider-Man two, right? Well, okay. Spider-Man one, there was clearly, you know, uh, Norman Osborn was a bit of a mentor, yeah. you know, a, a bit of one, not so much, but in Spider-Man two, you had Doc Ock and he was definitely kind of a mentor yes, to Peter, like, yeah. you know, so that kind of played into that one. And then you got the Spider-Man video game where you had that same dynamic played out again, mm. but it was a lot more fleshed out. And I, if they were to take the story from the video game, and turn that into a movie my god it would be amazing that would be brilliant that would be brilliant i don't know if you played the video game recently but they changed uh, spider-man i did not like that <laughs> yeah. i did not like i'm like you 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 he looked fine he looked yeah. he looked like a normal <laughs> guy from queens you know he went then they turned him into like some weird like logan lerman at the age of 13 looking yeah, baby face mofo and i'm like what strange. is this <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reese says, "I remember the story of huge about Hugh Jackman walking around as Wolverine, and no one knew it was him." Uh, back, <laughs> well. I mean, I was, I was, that was my first Comic Con was two thousand, oh, and uh, and that was the month when X Men came out. 
Yeah. So probably no one. I mean, but then again, back then we're talking like there was maybe 30,000 people and that was mm. a, that's a high estimate. You know what I mean? Like I could actually park downtown a block away from the convention center and pay seven bucks a day to park versus okay. like having to park three towns away and take a <laughs> trolley into town because oh that's God. the only way to get in there with any kind of you save yourself some money so back then it would be totally different you know like i mean going to WonderCon because it's like a smaller comic con you know yeah and like i've seen when i was there in 2012 uh joseph gordon levitt was just walking around okay right and so it's like because it's just it's a different vibe it's just a different yeah. thing yeah. and and in la you know a lot of these actors they do just walk around you know you'll you'll be at the store and you'll look over and go oh there's that guy like yeah. i recognize him like uh are you familiar with seinfeld yes uh no, not not overly but yeah I am well, you know, like the soup nazi right yes i do know okay. yes. yeah i almost ran him over with my car when really? I was living, yeah, when I was living in LA, I was exiting a parking lot in Burbank and he just right in front of my car and I slammed on the brakes and he didn't even really pay attention. But I saw him like, oh my God, I almost killed the soup Nazi. Would that have gotten me a Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> Question. I was asking myself those things back then. <laughs> but really, <laughs> but really, I mean, that's true though. Like he did You're dark guy, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of craziness that happens with those people but in la it's just they live a normal life yeah you know it's just outside of that that they have to be a, a little bit more cautious it's a bit different it's comic-con i i used to do comic-con in paris quite a lot i used to ho uh, do host um host live streams over there and that there it's literally just like mike colter for instance was just walking around the year we were doing it and it, you notice it when it's mike colter walking around yeah <laughs> yeah but um there was it, that, that was quite cool and uh, then uh, i think like it's, it's very different like you can it's a very small event in paris there's the one in london as well which is a bit bigger a bit bigger and uh, a bit more kind of probably a bit more like san diego comic-con uh yeah, san diego is just a beast all into itself you're you're yeah. never gonna like get something like that anywhere else and um and as much as i hate going i also am bummed that i haven't i'm not gonna be able to go this year so i kind of want to but also don't it's like it's like one of those things is we were talking about with james should we do something at san diego comic-con and i'm like oh, here, here's how you justify it you're like i'm going to san diego yeah and that's it <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's all you got to say. Yeah, it's, I love saying I love I, I wish I could live back in San Diego. I love San yeah. Diego. Um, It's such a good city. And, you know, it's super chill and laid back and Comic Con's a lot of fun. But it's just it's become so insanely huge, you know, yeah. that it's like if I had to because I go as press, I've actually always gone as press for two decades now. I've never paid to get in. And at this point, I would never tell anyone to pay to get in. Like, yeah. go find a smaller con where, like, you'll be able to maybe talk to people or meet people or have a bit more fun. San Diego is just literally, like, insanely huge. And, I mean, you have people that have died there. You know what I mean? Like, that's how major it's gotten. Oh, yeah. It's like, like just the, queuing for hours as well. Yeah, like, the, the lady who was, like, there for Twilight back in 2012. Oh, yeah. And she, wow. you know, they, there's that. They, and, again, they always screw up those lines. Hmm. They always screw up those lines. But they switched it, and she ran across the street, and she got hit by a car. There was a, a deaf guy who was driving in San Diego during Comic-Con a couple of years ago when they had a zombie walk walking by. Yeah. And he was deaf and he couldn't hear. And and so people were like hitting his car, like and rocking his car as they were walking. And he <clears> freaked <throat> out and he darted through the crowd, oh, you know, and like he got in trouble. So it's like it, it's gotten to be so massive. But the city itself refuses to like expand the convention center um, to facilitate more people, which would bring in more money to the city. It's. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a whole mess. It's a whole political thing, but, you know. Well, Mikey wants us to all meet at ECCC. I don't know what that is. <laughs> the Emerald City Comic Con. It's in Seattle. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a smaller version of Comic Con. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I went two years yeah. ago, and it was fun. Um, you, you guys could all come to Paris. You know, the Paris Comic Con is pretty chill. I would love yeah, to go yeah, to Paris. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I think that'd be great. I'd love to get overseas at some point in time. It's a good it, one. It's it's a good one. It tends to be like they tend to get some pretty big people there as well, which is quite fun. Like well, the year I was there was well, we did it had Elijah Dushku was there, which is pretty oh, nice. cool, and uh, got to speak to her. That was pretty fun. Actually, uh, was hit on by her actually, which is kind of weird. But that that's a that's, well. Hey, uh, I mean, uh, take it. You know, like there's. Have you ever heard of the actress Haley Bennett? Uh, yes, she, I have. She, yeah. yeah, she yeah. So I met her back in I forget which 2011, 2012. I think it might have been 2009. It was one of those years. It was Twilight was there. And they had like they were Burger King was giving out these Team Edward or Team Jacob crowns. Yes, so I like okay. turned it inside out and I wrote like no Twilight, you know, <laughs> and I was wearing that around. And I she was outside smoking a cigarette um, up in the sales pavilion by the autograph stuff. And yeah. I happened to walk by and she caught it and we kind of started to chat for a few. And she was like kind of like flirting a little bit and was like, well, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but uh, thank bad. you. It's not I'll, bad. I, know, well, my, my my thing was live streamed, and my uh, wife now saw that and wasn't very happy. So she she oh, did text yeah. me at the time, which was quite funny. Uh, that can happen. <laughs> yeah. Talking of Twilight, there's one there's one thing that's happening at the moment. Well, that's finished now. That's uh, they've wrapped the Batman. And one of the things I wanted to talk about with you actually was um, I wanted to get your opinion on all the rumors that have been spread about everything that's going on in the Batman scene on the Batman set. So, for instance, that the, the oh, I heard one, about what was spread on the Batman set. Yeah. Well, know. OK. All right. So, uh, I mean, I, I was <laughs> I'll keep I, it clean. I heard ish. this rumor about, of course, uh, Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz getting rather friendly on a Batmobile. Yeah, and um, they, they, they tend to be spread by certain YouTubers, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's like a, a weird kind of, I don't know, like a cult. Like they just don't want, uh, they don't like the it's fact that Robert Pattinson playing Batman. It seems as though is that well, is that, is the, that this rumor, on? this rumor originated on 4chan. Yes, exactly. And so, because uh, I saw it, it was sent to me when it came out. And I I read it and I'm like, what? Okay, like for one, what? Like yeah. like actors, you know, actors aren't known to do that. Like professional professional actors that are in the paparazzi spotlight are are not gonna do that. You know, they're gonna if it, it, if if Pattinson and, and Zoe Kravitz were 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 bumping uglies, by all means, like have fun. You know, Just, uh, I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. There's that specifically for Reese 75. Uh, you oh, have okay. to remove that comment. Uh, Reese, uh, you got to be careful with him. Uh, he has some rather nasty comments. Uh, in, they're, they're in good humor, in good faith. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I say some pretty raunchy things on my own stream, so I uh, get it. Uh, it's, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's like this, this whole thing read like a sexual fantasy. Yeah, me. yeah. And, it's all uh, like, what would happen if Batman and Catwoman decided to get down? Because here's the thing. You go back to the new 52 and then the very first Batman uh, reboot yes. comic, like there was a big controversy about how him and Catwoman had sex on a roof, you know. And then Wait, like go was to that, was that the New Fifty Two? Was that the um, I the think it was a new joke? joke. No, 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 no. That, that was that was that was Batman and Batgirl having yes. sex on a roof okay. in the okay. Killing Joke animated. Basically, <laughs> Batman for a guy who lives in a cave, he loves to have sex on rooftops. So it's just a weird thing. Um, <laughs> And but no, people get like, you know, like I saw this rumor and I was like, all right, like clearly this isn't true. And yeah. then, 
you know, the standard group of people ran with it because their audience, they just, their audience likes to get lied to, but I can actually explain why that is because they've told me they've told me. So, um, the guy in question is this guy named Doomcock and he's been busted multiple times, Uh, multiple times saying, saying like just making stuff (laughs) up. Right. Yeah. And, and so like, I, I called out his big lie. And I said, like, look, he he's known to every time he comes up with a new theory, it always ends in the same place, which is yep. the retconning of the sequel trilogy. But it's <laughs> so, always a new way of getting there. Yeah. And and so I'm like, how do you guys not see this? You know, how do you not see what's happening? You know, how do you not see who he is? And I keep saying not see over and over and over again because he is one. And oh. uh, so <laughs> uh, my my opinion, my opinion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a whole conversation that. surrounding that too, but, uh, so, but basically they told me it's that they know he's lying to them. Like they yes. know he's lying, but what it is, is that he gives them hope that he's telling the truth. Yeah. And I'm like, that's such a weird way to go about. That's such a weird way to cope with you being deceived by someone with whom you trust. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Like if my, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> sure. There we go. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Watch, la- watch last week tonight from last. Yeah, week. yeah. It's John Oliver. Yeah, <laughs> because he, he he just tore into Tucker. Yes, he uh, did. and it was a good episode. But really, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> these these people enjoy, uh, they enjoy being lied to because yeah. they're. Uh, my honest opinion is that their lives are just pretty terrible. You know, mm. if you get to a point of where someone you don't know on the internet wearing a mask is telling you how to think and how to feel called Overlord or Doomcock DVD. Yeah, okay? yeah, you know, oh, and he's God. telling you all these things because of the culture war and all this yeah. stuff that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, you know, it's the weirdest stuff on the planet. Um, and then people believe him because they they want to believe him, and that's yeah. the worst part about it is that they want to. And so every time I criticize Doomcock, I'll get flooded with dislikes and all these well, people this, come yeah, on. This is, the fun- <laughs> this is the thing that happened to, to us, actually, at small screen. Is, uh, I, I, I know a couple of people that, are, what, that have worked on the movie in, in the UK. And I was like, what, I asked them specifically, what, is any of this true? Is any of this likely to be true? And has, have you heard anything about this happening on set? And they were like, no, it's all bullshit. So, so basically, <laughs> I, I wrote the article, you know, and I, I called it an exclusive because I was like, you know what? I've been reading this and people have been uh, messaging me about it. And I was like, I need to get to the bottom of this. It sounds like a load of crap. And it comes from Overlord Doomcock, whatever his name is. And I was like, okay. And, for, and like 4chan as well. It was originated on 4chan. And then they, like, a bunch of YouTubers went and, and kind of ran with it. Well, they uh, ran with then, it because he ran with it. So it's a yeah. trickle down effect, right? Yeah. So that's really what it boils down to. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. But then basically what happened was I wrote the article and so many negative comments in the mm-hmm. article being like, and, 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 and I was just like, well, they're like, oh yeah, you, you spoke to some guy. And I was like, well, no, actually I didn't, I, I'm not going to name sources, but I know these, I went to school with one of them. And I was like, that doesn't matter. Not, definitely not happening. And it's like, I'm like, all right, fine. I, I, and I just don't get it. I don't, and I think you're right. They like being lied to, or they like the, um, the salaciousness of it. So it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's that sort of thing. That's what you go. You don't really go to these places for news. You go to the, these places for, you know, an ent- entertainment, like an idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that most of these people that watch this stuff don't believe it's true. Like, well, the thing is that there are a number of them that do. And there are a number of them that uh, that at this point in time, it's again, it's the media that they consume. 
So yeah. it's not just Doomcock, right? It's it's yeah. it's the ecosystem of the fandom menace where you've got like Doomcock will say one thing and then it just trickles down and everyone else picks up on it and they run with it. To give you an idea, um, so Doomcock ran with this narrative at the uh, for Rise of Skywalker that there had been these test screenings. Yes. And that the test screenings were awful. And it's like, yeah. uh, uh, was it uh, Jeremy, Con no, Jeremy Conrad, uh, Jason Ward from Making Star Wars was like, yes. no, there are no test screenings. And this guy has got legitimate sources and he's been proven right multiple times. And it's like, he's like, no, there were no test screenings. There are never any test screenings, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. A, a guy I know reached out to uh, Bad Robot to inquire about this. And he got, you know, using his own sources because he does work within that industry. I uh, got found out, you know, it's like, no, there were no test screenings. This was clearly a lie. He wrote an yeah. article about it. And and then one of Doom Cox's friends, this guy named uh, Jeremy Griggs, a.k.a. Geeks and Gamers, did a video uh, called My Sources Are Better Than Your Sources, trying to discredit this, this you know, factual reporting rather than salacious rumors. Yeah. And then at the end of it, called this guy who happens to be Cubano, called him an anti-white racist. Okay. You know, and that was like, it was such a weird thing because you're going like, <clears throat> how did you even come to that? Because this guy who, who this reporter, he's conservative, yeah. you know? So it's like, you're not even like, what? Because all it is, is they just make it up to protect the lie because they have to, they have to protect themselves and protect the ecosystem because that's how they make a lot of money. Yeah. And that's why, you know, like when push comes to shove, they'll crumble every time when push comes to shove, they'll crumble. Yeah, yeah. Like look at Tucker Carlson. Tucker has yeah. had to in court say, I'm not real news. I'm, you know, anyone has he, who actually, believes, has he actually said that in court? Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. the Tucker Carlson, um, hold on, uh, not real news. Let me find it here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the legal defense for this is from, uh, this is from September of last year, by the way, Okay. it says, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson his lawyer says you literally cannot believe what tucker carlson tells you this is what his lawyers are saying because they have to they well, it's because it's a character that's it's, why. well it's yeah and it's all opinion everything at yeah. nighttime is a, it's not you know you have like fox news and then you have fox opinion and anything yeah. after six is the opinion side and so but the thing is that's that is you know looked at as being like factual uh but no it's they will all alex jones will say the same thing this is an yeah. act. This is entertainment. It's not real. But the problem, though, is because there's not an actual push for uh, an ethical reform of this, mm. then people are allowed to say whatever they want. It is one of the benefits of having the First Amendment and free speech. But there is that dark side where people can manufacture it. And the thing is, you can lie. Lying yeah. isn't illegal. You know what I mean? Like lying is not illegal at all. So you can say whatever you want. And and, and when it comes to you lie exactly uh and when you have all that 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 world uh you know it's for one of these studios they're not going to come out and deny it no because then that gives them attention there are some that, there are that, there are some that come out and deny it. I mean, like yeah uh, like james yeah. gunn will james yeah. gunn will you know <laughs> and i love that about gunn i wish more people would i wish more people would come out and like fight back against this because what i loved about james gunn the other day coming out and, and taking a crack at the illuminati was that they then doubled down yeah. on it right yeah. and then like and it's like i'm like oh my god you guys just got called the hell out what are you doing and then like well he didn't say that adam warlock wasn't in the movie yeah that's that's the way i mean i mean i, I i'm gonna be honest I, I said this before i have been on the other ends of uh, a gun uh, i've been gunned <laughs> let's call it before and uh is that a sexual I, term <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a term for we need those breaks. 
<laughs> but uh yeah so basically that was about i was i was told by by source that uh peacemaker was going to feature green arrow and i was like okay can you confirm it and they seemed legit and then i was like all right i'll, I'll run with it and it was I'll, I'll be honest i did say after that so it was one source and they're wrong and you know and i said in the art we did an update in the article and uh it, i mean the problem i think the problem with the, the illuminati they do get a lot of stuff right uh i mean i, I think they they do and I, I mean i'm hoping that uh that they are legitimate but in this case i think their sources were wrong yeah. and the problem that that, that that happened there was that they really did double down on it and they they didn't they, they didn't come out and as they as people say on the internet is take the l uh there yeah. are many there are many many people that don't do that i mean i can name a lot of them <laughs> Grace oh Ralph. i can think of one <laughs> who has attempted to blackmail me who uh, uh daniel rpk this happened last year Ooh. uh because i'm pretty i'm not shooting on you <laughs> i uh i criticized him in a video because i think that he in my opinion i believe he stole a scoop from from somebody else but he a person who all, I, I mean i'm gonna be, he does that all yeah he does that often right like he oh, uh he even got he even got well what, uh i'm not well i'm not saying that, that name him and i have an agreement to not talk about each good, other publicly good, good, good. um and you and he were buddies weren't you <laughs> sorry <laughs> You're in here with buddies. Ah, <laughs> no. yes. Um, but uh, so I, I made a comment about how Daniel does his business, which is he hides yeah. it all behind a Patreon paywall. And which then it paid? gets, it's not, well, it's actually a solid it's, business if you think about it, because think, what he does uh, is he hides it behind the paywall. Yeah. And then he drops something and it's like one line. It's one yeah. line. That's it. This one little thing. So then someone from like <laughs> comicbook.com picks up on it and they run an article about it. Well, you know, insider Daniel RPK says this behind, you know, and then it's like, we got this covered or roll on it. Giant freaking robot, which I also think is now part of, we got this covered because the writing is identical. Um, mm -hmm. Unless someone is ripping off that format, you know? I mean, the, pro the problem with this industry is that, that the, okay, with Daniel RPK, I call him Daniel Rickman because I can never say his thing. Oh but, yeah, uh, well, Rickman uh, works, yeah. Yeah, um, with him, is it's like, the problem is if you don't cover it, uh, then, then it's like it kind of is annoying because a lot, a lot of his stuff. He puts so much stuff out there. Whenever I say anything about him, I say even a broken clock is right twice a day, you know. And it's that <laughs> there will be something that he said that ends up being right. So sure, it, yeah. And, and it's like, and annoyingly, this it's like the only way. Like, I mean, we at Small Screen we do cover those sites because sometimes there will be something that slips through the cracks. That and and we always say it's a rumor. Um, we always call it a rumor whenever it comes from certain sources. So Giant Freaking Robot is one of them. Um, <laughs> but I've been noticing that they've been getting a lot more play on uh, Google News. You yeah. know, and I've been yeah. noticing like we got this covered gets a lot and it's well, we I mean, got this all... covered gets gets a huge amount of clicks like that. They, they are yeah. probably one of the biggest out of all these sites. They're the ones that get the most. And uh, well, because I mean, they, they put out like 100 articles. I mean, they're like them and Screen yeah. Rant are like the absolute worst. <laughs> Screen Rant. I mean, uh, yeah, I quite. I, I, I honestly, I did. I, I used to work for Screen Rant. I did. I did their lists, their listicles. Okay. And they were they were horrible to do, because they take bloody ages. They don't pay you very well. No, no, but they, it, they, they. they it's, from my understanding, they don't. But what no. I'm talking about though is like I have RSS feeds of yeah. like all the major sites. Screen Rant <clears> would give me a thousand new articles in literally less than a week. Yeah. You know, and there's a reason why they get the 42 million plus clicks a month that they get. You know, yeah. they, cr I mean, they just like, they shit out articles and then they, you know, they don't pay people a lot of money for them. So they make a lot in the back end. We got this cover just runs salacious titles that get talked about. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know. can I cut in here about we got this covered for a minute? <laughs> yeah, um, go on, James. Okay, so we got EJ Badgers. <clears throat> they are terrible. They look flies <laughs> on crap. Um, they cover Gigosity a lot, and they cover small screen, and they cover pretty yeah, much anyone who has yeah. scoops. Um, but the thing about their Google traction is that they've been at it for so long, and their SEO is top-notch. But the yeah. fact that they've been at it so long, and, and they have those, uh, those Twitter accounts that recycle their news at the same time. Um, the reach is out there far, even on Zergnet. <clears throat> so you'll see on uh, Gigosity, yeah. Mikey will put out a scoop, and then uh, they'll cut it up to like two or three scoops, and then uh, it'll get blasted on Google. Meanwhile, Gigosity um, hopefully has a chance to get it. It'll be on Google, but not right away yeah. for some reason, because um, WGTC has such a longevity of doing it already. And um, even on Zergnet, uh, they'll they will promote we got this covered more than geekosity because they've been doing it for so long and they have yeah. that down to a system um now when we got this covered and has their own sources um a lot of some of them ha has come true as they state but a lot of them don't believe them because um the general public doesn't realize that we got this covered covers a bunch of other people and not just their own mm. sources right yeah yeah, well, we, we we got this covered. It's kind of a it, 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 uh, what I do like about. I think there's an art to the way we we got this covered. Writes their articles. It's like the thing, according to our sources, the ones that said this and this this, which proved to be correct. And then this is going to yeah. happen. And I, I always think that's quite amusing. I just think it's quite fun. I, I don't know if you listen to um, Mr. Sunday Movies. Does he does a podcast called We Got We Got This Covered Covered. Which is a fantastic name for a podcast, by the way. You do have to to pay for it. It's behind us. It's, you know, you have to be a patron uh, to pay for it. I, yeah, but, I don't watch. Surprisingly, I don't watch a lot of movie YouTubers. Um, I want to watch more, but I also because of the whole news coverage aspect. Yeah, I don't like to get other people's opinions before I've had the chance to formulate my own. Yeah, you know, because I don't want it influencing me at all. Um, yeah. and that's how I view it. But uh, I've been trying to find more things to listen to because i'm just tired of the news <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's always the same sort of thing which is i mean what a podcast i listen i mean i suppose like the the weekly planet is the sun mr sunday movies podcast and they're quite good because it tends to be just once a week and um, we do we do quite a lot because we I, I put these out as a podcast later on and i do a live stream most nights but it's like it's i try to make these things fun <laughs> like let's just <laughs> here's the news make of it what you will yeah but yeah it, 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 no, i hear you a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there i mean comicbook.com do a lot of those sorts of things and uh they're not always the best kind of um opinion pieces type things they, they want to come up with it tends to just be like, this is cool this is cool and then it's like oh, well they're not right. as bad as let's say heroic hollywood which uh, well, i don't listen to anything or, or read her heroic hollywood <laughs> that's okay that's okay because <laughs> one, well, well, one of the things that they do is they just go to instagram and they look for like cosplay or fan art yeah and they'll be like say, this is what tom holland would look like as the incredible hulk yeah yeah well, this is how Benedict Cumberbatch will look as Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's oh, there was a lot, there was a lot of that yeah, that was going yeah. on. But apparently, like, I didn't cover that story. And, like, that, that blew up. Like, a lot of people were talking about it. I was really surprised that that was as popular as it was. And I kind of went, like, well, damn it. You know, I should have I should have done something. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the uh, this is quite an interesting discussion to have. And actually, I think James and I have been talking about doing it with Mikey as well, about how the whole scoop game works and how this um, industry 
at the moment it's like you can't call them news sites you need you need to stop talking about that on the streams otherwise someone's gonna do it first ah no one honestly no no one's gonna do it no one's gonna well i don't think so i just i I think it's a cool cool i can't live stream so we're good yeah exactly matt java got to it (laughs) (laughs) oh that's <laughs> so anyway, so I suppose this is all to, to go back to the Batman. Um, there are a lot of people out there that will make up crap about this movie because yeah. I think Mikey said earlier on there are certain people, uh, so Pedro, Amber, Kathleen, Pattinson, that Pattinson, they're all victims of bogus stories all the time, and it's just for some reason. Like Pedro, the Pedro Pascal one, I think was the worst. Uh, what, which uh, which one was he that that was fake for with him? <clears throat> so it was um, Grace Randolph was saying that he was going to oh, leave the Mandalorian because right. he didn't want he wanted more time out, out of his helmet. He barely spends any time in that. But it's the, always a body double. <laughs> it's always a body. And the thing is, like that. Okay, so sorry. Interestingly, on that front, like we didn't know that it wasn't Pedro in the costume yeah. until episode four, season one, chapter four, because yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard had made a comment about that, <clears throat> about how it wasn't him in the, that it wasn't him at all on set because yeah. he was off doing King Lear. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like at first I was, at first I was kind of angry to be honest with you. I'm like, but wait, I feel like we've been lied to, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like we're kind of not being told the truth, but then it's like, well, you find out that it's like you have the, the, the martial arts, you know, the hand to hand combat yeah. stunt double. And then you've got John Wayne's grandson is the gunslinger stunt double. So like that's pretty cool and then it's like okay now i've thought about it and that's okay so that's what i don't get about what grace's reporting was i'm like he's not on set as it is no you know a, a, only a little bit and he's only a little bit yeah you know so it's like well he was in more of season two than he was season one but we have no idea what the metric of that is yeah you know and then everyone then he gets cast in this uh in the last of us and everyone's like does this does this mean he's leaving the mandalorian it's like <laughs> no it just no. means another thing <laughs> it just means that on the weekends he's gonna go over and do adr work like yeah. it maybe pop up on set once or twice like oh my god this is what we've seen now for two seasons yeah. it's not the end of the world but it's the salaciousness of it um and yeah the way grace reports it and you know like hi Hi everyone, I'm gonna spill you some tea. <laughs> I wanted to do that for so long, and then everyone it's, always makes fun of me for doing. I, it. I, I I'll tell you, I don't watch her news, her news beast, her news videos anymore. Um, but uh, I will watch her breakdowns of things because I like her breakdowns. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, but she has me blocked on Twitter. Um, oh, I don't know why. I've, I mean, I've criticized her a couple of times. It's probably why she's blocked me. But I met her in person a couple of years ago, very briefly, and uh, sure? that was she was um. How do I describe it? Um, this was at VidCon. Were. This was at VidCon in in Anaheim. Yeah. So she was there, and she looked. She had a handler, and she a looked handler. very. Yeah, she had a handler. I I don't want to say she was drunk because this was like one in the afternoon, but I think she was drunk. You're dropping it, everything tonight. <laughs> well, I, I'm, hold on. I'm gonna spill some tea. <laughs> uh, but no, she was like she was kind of disheveled, and her hair her hair is usually a rat's nest. Yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. fair. Well, this was more so of a rat's nest. You know, <laughs> this was like a rat's nest, like before the flight of the bumblebee trying to clean it up, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and she just looked like her makeup was kind of iffy, and she looked kind of disheveled a bit. And it could just be jet lag. It could just be being tired. I don't know. Um, but it was a very, it was a very brief encounter. We're talking a couple seconds 
and I shook her hand and said, Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, I think I said, I think I said on three buck theater and I thought, cause I had just criticized her over some stuff she said about Rose Tico, uh, not long beforehand. And I thought she was going to like recognize me, but she didn't. So oh, well. that was about it. Oh, well, that's fine. I mean, uh, is with, with her, I suppose it's more the fact that she, she, um, has these stories that she comes out with and is uh, very adamant that they're true. Even when it's like, <laughs> come on, Grace, it's, it's obviously not happening or this is well, what <laughs> <laughs> so i mean eh, who knows with, with the well honestly, I, but isn't it but but the whole concept is the same it's the concept of the same with like doomcock and those guys yeah it's say the most stupid thing you can think of never back down but she never did say, have, she did have Zack snyder on her show so she knows yeah something. well she's got some connections i mean she yeah. she worked for ign she's written comics she has nearly a million subs she's pro snyder cut they were looking for an outlet that would get the most amount of reach yeah um and everything else and and you know so she she's fairly controversy less hmm. you know and like <laughs> what's the next bits of the news <laughs> oh is that like the light flipping like move to yeah, another yeah, topic yeah. well i suppose <laughs> yeah should we move talking of Zach, should we move on to the next topic which is well wait uh, did we finish talking about the batman it rap production comes out next year yeah Yay! Yeah, and I think it's going to be really, really bloody good. <laughs> this is what any. This yeah. is what, um, we're trying. I'm trying to get a second, the second unit director to come on. Um, Baker Parker, his name is, which is an, uh, Bradley Parker. Sorry, his name okay. is. And um, he he w- said it was going to be phenomenal. So he did the the unit, the second unit directorial work in Chicago, and so oh, nice. it was a, a really, really good, uh, a really good experience. Yeah, I'm looking forward to smoothly. it. Yeah, <laughs> and, I. I... And, no one, and, no one and had Matt sex Reeves, on cars. And Matt Reeves wasn't upset with uh, Rob Patterson not being buff, which is like something that I'm like, what is it? What is this obsession? That was it? that was a thing where again, it's just a, that group of people that are looking yeah. for anything they can do. It's like it's like go back to 2013 when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. I know, you know, yeah. and a lot of people were like, Ben Affleck, oh, oh Bannon, yeah. oh Bannon from Days and Confused, Daredevil's gonna be Batman, you know, <laughs> and then it just was like. Unheard yeah. of, you know, and then and then and then it's like, oh, it's great. But then look at Gal Gadot being cast as Wonder Woman. Like there was a whole bunch of of uh, of anti-Semitism I saw flowing out of that yeah. whole thing. And they're like, she's not she's not big enough to be uh, Wonder Woman. She's not buff enough. And then like she posted photos of her training and everything yeah. else, and like still not good enough. And now all those guys, they just you know they they have a lot of her. very sticky socks. Yeah. Thinking of her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, uh, and moving on. <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder's, uh, he's revealed that he had an even longer cut of Justice League that was even longer than four hours. Apparently, he had 10 different cuts, and, uh, and he ended up getting the four hour long one. Uh, Zack, what, the, what movie were you making? <laughs> it's like, well, that's one of the uh, things I've, I've read in some of the reviews today. I've, I've looked at some of the snippets and uh, one of the just, complaints just, before you get, you, oh, yeah, haven't, you haven't been sent the link. Have you, you haven't been sent? You haven't been invited to uh, the premiere or the, the early screenings. No, no, they, uh, they ignored me. I don't know why uh, <laughs> they, uh, I think it's because I've been like, I've been critical of HBO max, okay. like the whole Ray Fisher thing. Like, I don't, the thing is like, I like, I'll joke. Like, am I, am I, am I bummed? Yeah. Am I, yeah. am I bummed that people who have spent the last year attacking like years attacking this thing, getting to see it before I did? Yeah, I'm a little bit bummed at that because I think that's mm-hmm. fundamentally screwed up. Yeah. Uh, but at the, am, am I, I going to let it ruin my day? 
no, I'm just going to go make like, you know, poop and fart jokes elsewhere and like have fun. <laughs> um, and that's exactly what I did last night. You know, I don't care. So I'll watch it Wednesday night with everybody else, you know, and that's yeah. fine with me because like it's, it's you know, I, I'm at the point, I'm, I'm almost 39. Like that, that whole waiting doesn't get to me anymore. You know, yeah. like when I was a kid, you remember how it is when you were a kid, you're like, I got to wait a whole year for this. Oh, yeah. Sure. Know, yeah. You know, like that's forever. It's never going to happen. I have two children. And yeah. I'm almost 40. I go, it's been six months. What happened? Why am I fatter? You know, and it's like, that's what happens. And so when you are at this point in your life, it, I don't care. I'm like, you know what? Take as long as, as, long as you want. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> like I'll get to it eventually sort of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'd love it if they sent me a message tonight going like, Hey, do you want to come in and watch it? Like, yeah, I'd give it a, I'd give it a watch. Sure. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I think we're being joined by Mikey. Hey, hey Mikey, how are you doing? Well, I hope I'm not crashing the party right now. No, 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 no you're good, man. Never, never <laughs> crashing our party. How are you doing? How are you doing, I'm, Mikey? I'm, I'm doing really good. I mean, I, I think it's wonderful that um, you have other YouTubers on your show. I guess, you know, it's one of those unique things that Scoopers working together, YouTubes, YouTubers working together. It's, it's not... An you know, everyday I, occurrence, you know. I, I would, I, I would, I would want to talk to anybody on the show. I'd even bring on Overlord Doomcock or whatever his name is, and let him explain himself. Uh, <laughs> if he's, if he's watching, if he's one of the seven people that's watching right now, then, uh, then you and he were buddies, weren't you? You know, speaking I, of waiting for things, that just occurred to me. Yeah. And no one has really brought this up. Maybe people have forgotten about it or just didn't know about it. There was a Batman movie in development in 1982. Were you familiar with that? No, I wasn't. Which, yeah. which, which one was it? Okay, as a kid, I was really excited about this film. It was in Starlog, Starlog Magazine used to cover it. It was yeah. early development. The director was supposed to be Joe Dante, who did Grimlets. Oh. And I he was developing a Batman with like, like a, a serious... Uh, film the war batman film it was like seven years before the tim burton version yeah and they had, i think they even had a screenplay by one of the james bond writers tom mankiewicz i think was the one who was writing the screenplay never got off to grandma joe dante was going to direct it like, like a serious cool. batman film. yeah i would have liked to have yeah. yeah joe dante is very underrated i mean yeah look i'll, I'll just i'll just say it i think dante would have done better than burton and i love burton's movie but yeah yeah i mean that that movie has heavily it, stylized it's but. very stylized and i don't believe it's aged as well as people think no. it has it's not saying it's bad it, it, but it like <laughs> i i watched that movie like not long after uh, uh not long after starting film school yeah and we i watched it because right i think it was like right when it came out on dvd or something and i was all there is so much in this movie that doesn't need to be here <laughs> yeah. you know there's yeah there's like yeah. this random shot of like they're doing the, i forget where it was like and it just cuts to a random shot of uh harvey dent just sitting in a chair and like watching yeah. the tv i think and i'm like why is that there like it didn't it didn't serve a, maybe i missed it i got to watch it again it's, uh, plus, it's a product of its time though isn't yeah it? plus like, batman killed people movie yeah batman does. Batman killed people that movie. No yeah. one said a word about it, but you know, Ben Affleck like breaks one dude's finger and everyone loses their mind. Yeah, but it's because it's because of the way I think I, the Ben Affleck Batman was much more brutal than uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> like, Keaton, seriously, like, drives into an acne, an acne plant, <laughs> yeah, know, and drops yeah, bombs but... out of the Batmobile while there's like all the Joker's goons inside. I, I do wonder it... whether it's because they. <laughs> 
Uh, James is in the chat now. Yeah, but it's also because he ran over a guy's face with his car. <laughs> and then he's gone. <laughs> but it's, I mean, you know, Batman, he he messed people up. And uh, this is yeah. the thing, too. Here's here's the, the, the whole thing with Batman killing that I don't understand. It's like, do you think those dudes just walk away? right do you think that there's like no like internal bleeding or hemorrhaging or broken bones or like you know i mean brain damage like he grows up on these dudes and will smash her face into the pavement and then like walk away and i was like oh that's perfectly fine i'm okay with that but like what if that guy's got like a broken vertebrae and he's now paralyzed yeah. from like the the waist down because batman didn't follow proper police procedure <laughs> uh when apprehending the suspect and just you know what if this guy didn't even do it what if the great world's greatest? Everyone makes mistakes. I'm just saying Batman could drop the ball and, you know, <laughs> think think that this kid with a lollipop stole it from a store when he didn't. And then just, you know, oh, take the kid. Yeah, I th I think there's a certain um, certain hypocrisy when it comes to killing um, by superheroes from certain fans. Or maybe they're just uh, unaware of, of it happening in comic books. Uh, I think of Man of Steel uh, was a that was. The first thing that pops in my head when I hear about superheroes shouldn't kill or Superman shouldn't kill. Yeah. Uh, when in fact, I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder read the John Byrne comic book where Superman kills General Zod. And yeah, he and probably those did. That's two other man. villains. Yeah. He he killed them with a good kryptonite. He 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 slowly tortured him to death in I in mean, a John Byrne comic. Um. It, would, it took place on another Earth where these three Kryptonian villains killed everybody on the planet, like billions and billions of people. And Superman was like, you know what? That That's a bridge too far. I'm just going to kill you all. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, I, I think, I think, but the, I so do, what was the issue here? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was for me. It was more like the branding thing was a bit weird. Like yeah. Batman branding people, basically being like, "Okay, you're gonna die in prison because people will know you're put here by the Batman and stuff." And but but I, then I, again, I, that was even. But that wasn't. But that was orchestrated by Lex. Yeah, you know. And yeah. but I think it ties into Batman's psyche in that movie, which is he just didn't care anymore. No, you exactly. know, like yeah. he was so cynical and bitter over it that it was just like he didn't care. He became very nihilistic. Um, but he just so he thought that that was just like, oh, you know, because like I think, he, the, you know, there's a lot to that movie that people don't like. I want to see the four hour cut of BBS, you know, like give me give me a four hour cut, which is Batman and Alfred having like philosophical discussions. I would watch or, a whole movie or, or Batman that. and or Batman and Superman talking about their mothers. That would probably be uh, the, <laughs> the longer cut of that movie. My mother could beat up your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, your mother's dead. The two, the two Marthas. <laughs> that was uh, I, I. That was my I, biggest problem with that movie. Like, not, I not still like the Martha scene. Before. Really? I still like the Mar yeah, yeah, I do. I, I do. Really, yeah. I think oh, people man. that give it shit, they they look at it and they just go like, you know, I'm like, come on. Come on. Like it's a good it's a way to humanize Superman in Batman's eyes yeah. real quick. I mean, yeah, it might be a little but bit why wonky. Why would Superman say Martha in that case? Why? I don't you know what? Maybe because at that point, maybe you know what? I don't care. It's not I, come it's, on, movie Matt, come on. it's movie no, logic. It's movie logic. I'll ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. <laughs> if, but if Batman, but I'll I'll give it this though. After forty years of reading comic books, I never even thought about that. Really? You know, like, I didn't know yeah. they are. Like, it, whoa, the <laughs> it didn't dawn on me at all until <laughs> like that scene. Into my head, I was like, "Why would you say Martha?" In that <laughs> but, scene, well, in I that kept, scene. I kept noticing that they kept highlighting Martha. 
right? They kept yeah, because yeah. so like the movie yeah, lays but... clues to it. It lays clues to it all the way through, but it's something you don't get on your first time watching it. And yeah. to a lot of people, their first time watching it, and their maybe their only time is the theatrical, which is just terrible. Hmm. And and then it's like, but the ultimate edition. Uh, I don't think the ultimate edition uh, explains that any greater, but it it's still a, a more complete movie that I think it makes it a bit more palatable. Yeah. But I well, think it should be like a whole like a segment or um, show devoted to DC films that never got made. Because the Terry, Guillermo del Toro one was it was, uh, was yeah one that's that a big one right there yeah just see dark uh, Terry yeah. Gilliam was, was was going to do Watchmen it was in development for yeah. years but imagine imagine if he'd made that film then we would have had a Batman that's a cannibal in Army Hammer <laughs> so that would have been kind of weird <laughs> looking back on screw it do it <laughs> well what is it what was it the um, uh, George Miller Justice League right there's, there's another one right like, there yeah, yeah there's the, so many films that never got made uh, i mean and that of, one was like so close to you know getting it they were in cool, pre they were in yeah. production well, was that know. the one that army hammer was that would have been that was a bad movie cannibal yeah but it's uh i mean i'm i'm excited to see more of first of all i think robert patterson's brilliant casting for batman i think that's really interesting casting uh, I think he's probably getting a lot of shit because he was in the Twilight movies. Um, I just then, want to know if at one point Superman so- shows up and grabs him and says, do you sparkle? <laughs> <laughs> you will. Do, do you think we're going to see more of Ben Affleck as Batman after Justice League? Uh, after Flash? Yeah. Yeah, the after so. Flash, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I, I can't speak to like what HBO Max is going to do. Yeah. Uh, it all depends on how big the Snyder Cut is this week. It, it, it appears that they finally actually have taken it seriously in regards to marketing. Yeah, not, and, not accidentally leaking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still, I, you know what? And I'll say this though: their for their mistake, it did not make its way to the interwebs. Uh, I honestly no. thought that it was going to. Um, but uh, no, they uh, they held it. I mean, I think after today, it's possible that we will see something pop up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all things considered, it's going to be in, I, I look, like, I think personally the direction that Warner's and DC films have taken everything is hit or miss. Like I really liked Aquaman. <laughs> I love Shazam. I didn't care yeah. for birds of prey or wonder woman 84 that much. Um, but I think people <laughs> are getting a flock to this. I think, I think if, if the numbers are as good for the Snyder cut as they were for wonder woman 84, uh, Warners would be stupid to not continue it. <laughs> yeah, Superman. Yeah, the next bro. couple of weeks will be very revealing. Uh, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm uh, hoping. Think, I'm hoping. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm seeing a lot of early reactions right now, and the majority yeah. of them are pretty positive. It's kind of the the usual suspects are not very happy with it. The um, last thing pissed I me off was seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but who cares about Rotten Tomatoes? Well, that's I thing, know. Yeah. You know, I don't I, live I, my I mean, life. I'm a, I'm a Rotten Tomatoes reject, so you know they, 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 they actually said. I, 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 like, I went. I, I've I've uh, reviewed for many many people in the UK, and they said my reviews weren't in depth enough. And I was like, it literally, it, it, the email I got sent back was like a critique of my reviews. So I'm like, you're reviewing, you're, you are reviewing my reviews and rejecting me. Uh, Weird. Thank you very much. I don't care for long reviews. I think they're very boring when people go on about how, like, just want to show off how incredibly well written their sentences are. 
I just want to know <laughs> when you, when, how the movie when you makes treat you your feel. review like Tolkien describing a <laughs> yeah. mountain, you know, in Middle Earth, it might be a little bit on the a little uh, bit a bit on the drab side, you know. It's like I like. <laughs> Some of the people they have on there on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, really? You let those yeah. people? Yeah. Well, in? they really? they they've got like five thousand critics, I think they had, and then they just did a, a recently like a, like a big diversity push, yeah. where they wanted to open up the door to like I think it was like six hundred more reviewers that were like people of color, you yes. know, or, or or different gender identities or whatever, um, which is cool. You know, I'm fine for more voices. But that was something that they did. And then I just haven't noticed the quality increase at all. Like I don't no. I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes. Like I don't even care about cinema score because even that's flawed. You yeah, know, like going up to people after the movie, going what what did like give it yeah. a rating. Yeah. Well what do you well here's the thing, what do you think when you first walk out of a movie? You're usually in a pretty better mood, right? You're in a you're yeah. in a, yeah. an elated mood. You you don't have time to process what you just saw. Like, you know, like I walked out of Justice League twenty seventeen and was like yeah, all right. All right. I mean, like, if this is what we got, you know what? It's not the worst thing on the planet. Yeah. And then here it is, like, you know, three years later. And I'm like, ooh, man, I was, I was wrong. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was really wrong on that one. Um, so that's, but then again, look at like Metacritic and all of those aggregates. The thing with Rotten Tomatoes that pisses me off is that they have their, crit, uh, their audience score now hidden behind effectively a paywall. Yeah. And uh, and that was something that wasn't supposed to last. It was not. No, supposed to it be. wasn't supposed to last. Yeah. But it's it's lasted now two years. Yeah. Um, because Captain Marvel came out two years ago this month, and it was two years ago when they started doing that. And mm. everyone's forgotten. Everyone's yeah, forgotten true. about the verified audience ratings. But for some reason, the critical reviews are still looked at as being this like it's a talking point. And if you look at something like Ghostbusters twenty sixteen, they they use that certified fresh as as an actual marketing tool everybody does well not everybody not everyone does um really? they did uh, specifically okay because they were trying to you know i mean like every every movie will use like the critics are saying that this movie will literally <laughs> suck you off through your eyeballs <laughs> you know and then they'll like they'll you know like look if you look at the raya and the last dragon you know, promo whatever it's like all the different outlets and whatnot that's and those put, very like, good so i haven't seen it yet oh, i've great. seen raya like 10 times now um i have kids <laughs> I've seen I've literally the crudes two and Raya are like our, our rotation right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even this morning I watched crudes two yet again, uh, still love it. I really do. And Raya is really good as well. So it's like, I like it that the kids movies are good, but I like, you know, back in 2010, Sony was actually caught fabricating, uh, review quotes, right? Yes. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And like, so that's the big thing. When you look at how these studios do the marketing, like Sony has been caught lying to people. And I mean, that's a big story. And like, it kind of went away, you yeah. know, it just kind of went away where they were faking quotes to put on their movie posters for their terrible horror movies that they were making by like the dozen at the time. Yeah. So it's like, who cares what, I mean, look, I, 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 I talk about movies. I, do I want people to like, you know, listen to what I say and, and react to it? Sure. Fine. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't care. Like watch it for yourself. Yeah, I'm telling you how I think. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah, I, th I think what my my because um, I mean <laughs> I've I've reviewed a lot and I you know I've, I've worked for a couple of outlets in the UK and uh, the thing that I always say when when people ask me what well, what do I do with a movie review, as I'm always say try and find like a critic or a, a reviewer that you that you trust and that you like and that you think you've got 
you know familiar taste to, like a similar taste to yeah um i've got an, i've got like a, a number like youtubers as well because you know there are lots of critics now that are youtubers and then and then go with what they say and because that you can't watch everything you can't just say oh, i'm just going to watch it and find out for myself because there's so much stuff now i mean not uh, not at the moment <laughs> thanks yeah to i tend to uh, there was. i tend to ignore reviews unless it's something that i'm not sure about watching yeah then yeah. I'll let the reviewer like try and well, convince me to see it. I, I will say this though. I, I'll just make this bold proclamation. Get ready for it. Go on. Siskel and Ebert F the whole thing up. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. Could pop culture can you know speaking or whatever. Yeah. Because but, this I is mean, this the, is it. This is yeah. all it boils down to, right? Yeah. And that's because of Siskel and Ebert. We give it two thumbs up, two thumbs down, one thumb up, one thumb down, you know? And now yeah. that is how we review movies. That is why, like, Netflix doing the thumbs up and thumbs down thing on their property, I thought that was, like, actually pretty good. Because, yeah. and I'm not I'm, I'm not saying, like, I'm against the thumbs up or thumbs <clears throat> down. Quite frankly, that's all you need to tell somebody. Yeah. That's all they need to know. Is like, hmm? Hmm? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Right? I actually, I asked people in my family, because they, they go through Rotten Tomatoes and they actually use it as a guide to to to, to find out what, what they're going to see or not to. Yeah. And I asked him, do you actually read the reviews? He goes, no, but you just look at the score. But yeah, look that's at the score. Yeah. But, they, but there's also the snippets that are there. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Save Martha! Why did you say that name? Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, God. That's, that's that good. Puts it, that puts it into perspective. Yeah, that's that scene. Say Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> why? Why would he say that name? Why would he just say save my mother or save uh, not Martha? Come on. Maybe what he's saying. They're trying to say save Martha Kent. You know, <laughs> yeah. and like that's my mom. Because well, here's the thing: if, if Batman, if he would have gone like "Save my mom," Batman would have been like, "What? Who's your mom?" <laughs> well, but not even that. Not even who's your mom now, bitch? But he, you know, <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing in that scene is that Lex Luthor has a plan that Superman knows and Batman doesn't. Right? Yeah, yeah. So Batman, That's but the then. Whole but, but but Superman knows that Batman is the world's greatest detective. He knows that because at the beginning of that scene, he's like Bruce. So he's like Superman is onto him. He knows who he is. He's yeah. done his legwork. He knows who he is. So it's like he's saying like you know. So again, it's like this. It's but it's a freaking movie. It's like you got to summarize stuff. You know, if I want to go on again, we're not reading Lord of the Rings and the expository <laughs> conversations. <laughs> About like the nine yeah, families of dwarves that made the rings, you know, like and I'm nine rings of men. I think I don't, you know, it yeah. doesn't even matter. It's a bad analogy. <laughs> but Matt, but it, save Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> when when your movie too is well, how, too well. when your movie is over, how long is Batman versus Superman? Three hours. Like, three hours. When your movie is three hours long, it, it really shouldn't boil to, down to that. It, which is literally what it, that movie does. It boils down to that save Martha bit, and then all of a sudden they're super friends. Not, no, it's not. <laughs> no, they're not. It, again, again, the theatrical cut cut out a fair amount of. Oh, okay, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the extended edition. You have? Oh, mother! What yeah. are I you? I haven't either. Yeah, mother, either. what? Yeah. Get your yeah. HBO Max on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. It's gonna uh, have the the, the have, new we, remastered version. Matt, what Matt, are you talking about? Fine. Do you have the ability to <laughs> sail the high seas of the internet, sir? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just. I'm not advocating of, uh, for it. I'm just forever. asking. 
you know <laughs> no you gotta like you can what you no, can't sit there and go like well we're gonna talk about the justice league movie but we haven't seen the last one yet <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm 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 actually halfway through it at the moment i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest you lie. i'm not i'm not it's no i'm not because it's actually it is in the in the uk it's on amazon prime uh the extended, oh, okay. edition, extended well, edition and i and a problem i have now that i'm in through I just can't. I can't get through it. I, I'm, I mean, there are m moments of that film that I like, but the film as a whole, I do find it really flawed. And that—that's just. I'm going to be. I am being completely honest. I probably shouldn't be, but I, I just find it very. No, very I, I've learned that it's never good to be completely honest. Uh, yeah. It gets you in. It, got, <laughs> it gets trouble. you in so much trouble. It actually got me fired <laughs> up. It's, it's, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> I, I that really, is that is also I, very true. You're the most flack I ever got. A team that can let Reese's comments slide off their backs. There yeah, the we go. Most, the most flack I ever got was for not putting a film down is for liking a, a film that everybody hated. Yeah. And Which that was, was Green Lantern. And then I, I, I get so much flack for that. I'm like, how can you like that movie? Well, you know, I'm a big Hal Jordan fan, so I come in totally biased. First Thank you, Red Ranger. Thank you, Red Ranger. You're wrong, Red Ranger, but that's okay. We don't like you anyway. But that, that's why, Matt, Matt, come on. That's why we like to talk about you movies. Lie! <laughs> no, that's why we like to talk about films. Not everyone has the same opinion. Yeah, no, that's and that's all. That's all good. That's all good, yeah. man. I mean, I used to, I spent years working in like movie theaters, you know. So it's like I've seen movies. Ooh, I good, bad, and the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we, we. I remember one time at my theater because I worked at a drive-in in San Diego. We had the double feature of Minority Report. And yeah. Juana yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's like, good thing. So that's, yeah, that's I mean, I, I the thing is like I liked Juana Man because it was so stupid. Because <laughs> my friends and I, we would just we would just like we would always quote it to each other, you know. Yeah. Um. And and so, but like honestly, I remember that movie a lot more than I remember Minority Report. To be yeah, fair, yeah, fair enough. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and because it's all. Me. Oh yeah. What's the weirdest double bill you've ever seen? I can tell you the longest that I've ever seen. It was horrible. It was uh, <laughs> Casino and Heat. Two very good films, but it's too long. It's just too long. Yeah, that's a long time. one. It's too, it's uh, too long. I, I would probably pass out in Casino. Just go wake me yeah. up for Heat, man. That's, I'll just come in for Heat. <laughs> yeah. um, I, for me, it was, uh, and this is absolutely true, and it's all because of time. All right. Uh -huh. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yeah. And Rob Schneider's the hot chick. <laughs> we had that winter, winter 2002. That was a double we had bill. that. That was a double bill. The reason why is because we operated It's a drive-in yeah. and this is San Diego. Even in the winter, it gets cold and it gets the, the nights are long, but you're talking a three hour long movie that would play twice. So it started yeah. at 6 30 PM and it ran till nine 30 and we started up the hot chick and that was an hour and a half. So from nine 45 until 10 45, and then from roughly 11 p.m. until <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. All right. That was like, that was my night for a while. And I mean, there was one time we had, it was the island playing with, uh, I, like I think that. it was, I like that yeah, me too. But I think it was playing with Bad Boys 2. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. It was, it was the, those are both Michael Bay. It was uh, the island and something else. I forget what our co feature was. Ba yeah, Bad Boy 2 wasn't Michael Bay. Wasn't yeah, no, Bad, Bad Boys 2 was Michael Bay. Bad Boys 3 yeah. wasn't. Uh, yeah. But it was, I was also off by like two years. But the island is like two, is like, oh, it's like three hours long, roughly, right? It's like 250 yeah, is long. long. Yeah. We had it playing during the summer 
which we started movies at 8 30 and it was by its it was playing with something else and it didn't end until 4 45 in the morning Bloody is yeah. when it ended and i i was in film school that summer and i had like 6 30 a.m film shoots i had to be at yeah so i would manage until 4 45 in the morning go drop the money off go home get a shower get a get some food go to school film all day and then go back to work that night until 4 45 in the morning i was like Man. it was a long couple of days but you know like that was always yeah we get some weird we get some weird double features i've i've been there man i've been there film school was a blast but also you got very little sleep yeah very i did a lot of, was, a lot of work back then Mine was in 1990, and I was a film critic for a local paper, and two films hit video on the same day. So I rented them that day, and I would have forgotten about this if the guy at the warehouse hadn't like whispered to me, dude, you have the weirdest taste in, mo in movies I've ever seen. <laughs> what was the and film? The, the first film was Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Wow. And the other one was, was The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a strange double bill. You're all like, you're all like one to set me up and one to top me off. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to tell you which one is which. Me either. Uh, I'll tell you this. I worked at Hollywood Video back in the summer of 1999, and we had a whole bunch of softcore porn films. So we had like five of them. <laughs> We had like five of them and one time this guy came, and we all knew which ones they were you know yeah we all we all were fully aware of which ones they were and this one time this dude walks in and he has all five and he came <laughs> right to my right to my checkout counter and i i was 17 and i was like scanning him i said oh yeah this one's yeah. good <laughs> oh, this has got a good story to it oh this one this one watch with your wife you know and like the guy was like <laughs> you know and I just was messing with the guy because I, I knew what you were going to be doing. I knew what he was going to be doing with those five movies and they were, they weren't that good. I mean, it was, it was the late nineties. Internet wasn't what it is right yeah. now. This reminds me, um, I had a friend, um, back in the nineties and he goes, Hey, I got some, got some porn. You want you want to go see it? Like, okay, okay sure. Why not? You know what I mean? It was like pre-internet, right? So the guy brings me like a, like a bunch of porn tapes. I'm like, Okay, so I started watching one of them. I said, hey, why is that guy familiar? Like, I'm, I'm watching this point, and there's this dude there. Like, this guy looks like somebody at my apartment. And so, like, that's just strange. So I bring a taste back to the guy, and I said, hey, you know, that one porn, I'm not sure porn tape you have in there. The guy that looks familiar goes, what is this? He goes, oh, that's a amateur porn from Tacoma. Which where I live. So he that was probably him in the video. You know, art art can be filmed anywhere, Mikey. Art can be filmed anywhere. Exactly. Uh, no, it's those are those are always funny, funny times when when that kind of stuff happens. Uh but just but yeah, people like they rent the weirdest stuff and you get to make fun of them for it. So it's all Try Edward looks a little uncomfortable, which is weird because you live in France. Yeah, I know, right? Like I'm, like just if I'm gonna get like you know I'm gonna get a little colorful for a second here. I mean, like the way that the the French are more or less described when it comes to their sexual prowess is that the whole city just rains jizz. You know, it's just it's just like that's what it comes down as, man. You know, you're fired. There we go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I, hard left turn. 
where Elizabeth Olsen is fighting about No Way Home. <laughs> that, that is the quote of the day. I mean... <laughs> but to answer the previous question, though, yes, I will be getting Howard the Duck in 4K uh, <laughs> because I love that movie. I did and, too. Uh, I and, did too. and Leah Thompson. Uh, oh, Ooh. Yeah. I actually saw her once in person in LA. I was like, I was getting it from a restaurant from our cafe and I, I turned my, my chair to put it in. And I, I was like this far away from like Leah Thompson's face. And I was like, <laughs> like, do I say anything? And my friend's like, no, I'm like, but it's, yeah, you know, and he's like, <laughs> you know, she's enjoying her breakfast, man. I'm like, oh yeah, fine. I, I ran into Ray Fisher a couple of years ago. I didn't, had no idea it was him. He was in a shirt and jeans. I thought he was one of the, the fans at Comic Con. You know, <laughs> oh, it was Ray Fisher. He was like, oh, so he stopped and started signing autographs. I'm, Why is that fan signing autographs? I'm like, oh my God, it's Ray Fisher. Really? <laughs> I used to I used to do that when I was uh when I used to, when I lived in LA. I went to the Universal uh, backlot quite a bit for um uh, strip writers, yeah. uh, network meeting once a month and we would always like you know park in the parking lot and like walk through the back lot to get to the meeting place and then every every once in a while there'd be like the tram that comes by right the tram yeah. and uh and everyone i'd be walking and you know by myself and i'd see like the tour guide coming and people would be they'd see me and they'd all like pull out their cameras you know and so i would just like if i had a hat on i would just turn it backwards real quick and i'd be all like hi everyone you know hey kevin smith here says have yourself a good time at universe <laughs> whatever and they're like you know, I'm like, later on, they're going to know that it wasn't him. But in that moment, they thought that it was. And in that moment, I win. I'm getting my producer asking me to talk about the next the next news story. Uh, the next I can't, can't get over a match quote like the quote of the day, man. I'm just so laughing at what he said. The next, the next one is, about, is, a, is a scoop from you, Mikey. Uh, is oh, no. Electra is going to be returning to the MCU. Uh, well, <laughs> you can you can you can talk about this one. I we'll have to like uh, put my mind back in the clean section. Of yes, <laughs> yes, I bet, I bet you both do. You know what? It's like a switch for me, so I'm good. <laughs> it 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 comes pretty quickly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So uh, no, let's move on. Let's move on. So so Elodie, shut up. Is, shut up. Is it going to be Elodie Young back as as no, Electra? Well, or the, or but the... it's Mikey. No, it's not. No, yeah, I liked her, man. I liked yeah, her. I thought she, she was good. good. I, I read your yeah, article. Too. You, you, you said like she was all right. Well. Yeah, you said she was all right. She wasn't like I. It sounds to me like they're gonna they're gonna recast her if they bring her back. Yeah, that, yeah. They're gonna recast most of them. I mean, it's just a few exceptions. Charlie Cox. Yeah. Um, obviously, Finn Jones is not invited back to the party. <laughs> so. This is this is a running joke, Matt, because I, I went to school with Finn Jones. Oh, really? But yeah. I so. I am under. I'm one of the few people that liked him as Danny Rand. I really like uh, Finn. I like Finn a lot. I think he's a yeah. Nice guy. I I feel I feel he got he got bucked pretty he hard. Got bucked pretty bad. I yeah, in that oh, deal, yeah. and and everyone blamed him for like Iron Fist no, season one. It wasn't, and it's fault. like yeah, like go watch the uh, Inhumans from 2017, and you'll know exactly whose fault. Same it was. showrunner, isn't it? It's the same. Shot Scott yeah. Buck, yeah. It's, That's the. It's really, it's really sad because he had some good actors with him. He just didn't know how to deliver. I I really loved uh, Jessica Hennig. Um, yeah. Uh, as Colin oh, I love Wayne, him. I really. Awesome. Like I, I, yeah, uh, I had a bit of a crush on her in that show, to be honest with you. Um, and then I really liked, uh, I loved, you know, um, uh, guy, Carrie Ann Moss, mm -hmm. uh, popping yeah. in quite a bit. She did really well. I thought, and then, uh, I liked the, um, the brother, 
uh in the yeah. uh in the yeah. show i forget his name because forget he name, he though. popped up in like season three and season four of banshee yeah. and he's excellent oh. in that show as the oh, right. as the reformed neo-nazi yeah. and so like i didn't recognize him without the swastika yeah he's really good and like yeah. i really wanted to see him like get into that depth but scott i don't know why jeff Loeb was like yeah let's bring in scott buck i really enjoyed the last four seasons of dexter <laughs> that was great you know he's how not, it went from He's not even doing the revival, is he, of Dexter? So it's the guy at the original showrunner. I think there's this. Yeah, that. Buck's not involved. He's not, yeah, he's involved. not involved. Well, is yeah, is Melissa Rosenberg going to be back writing? Because like I'm she not was sure, really good actually. writing. I'm not sure about that. I think I, I I'm pretty sure they got like the like the the season one and two team. Okay. That's well, because she was a writer, she was the head writer on the show for the first yeah. like four seasons, I think, and then she went off to go and do the Twilight movies. Yes. Like you can't polish a turd, but you were doing really good on Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as they don't i mean i'm i do like jennifer garner but don't bring jennifer garner back because uh she's doing other stuff now <laughs> she, she's a mom you know what i mean yeah, like she's she's yeah, just she was a mom really, she was really good in um oh god he's here for me He's here for me. Trust me. That's a meme. I'm not going to go into her. I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up. When <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Oh. Uh. it, Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. <laughs> it's, it's time for a game call. Let's embarrass the host even more. I know, I know. But <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, since you two started going filthy, we started getting more viewers. So I, I, I tweeted I, out, I tweeted out that I was live, and uh, you know, people, it. people yeah. from my audience, or well, I don't know if I call them my audience, but they came over. Oh, uh, well, they know, they know what you're they're in for then. Yeah, blame it on <laughs> oh man but yeah so it looks like older talk radio ladies it, it looks like a lecture is coming back to the mcu <laughs> right moving on and i wanted to talk a little bit about chadwick boseman because he was nominated i just, that, want, I just have one quick question I... <laughs> and he's not here he's not here so don't, don't get me started on him <laughs> but uh uh yeah so chadwick boseman today got, was nominated for an oscar for ma rainey's black bottom uh, which is the new Netflix film. Uh, I mean, this for me, I'm a, I, I don't know what to think about these Oscars because I'm a bit like, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not excited about them. Usually every year I'm like, I'm really excited to see them. And this year I'm just a bit like, hmm, well, what, what do you guys think about this? The thing about the Oscars, people. I haven't, like, I'm, I, there's so many films that I haven't seen. Yeah. That, uh, even even this year. Too. Yeah, like, I, 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 I tell you what, like, um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was actually that was a film that Syl told me to I had to watch, so I mm -hmm. went and watched it. It's really good. And then the other one that, um, is uh, Sound of Metal is really good as well. And that, 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 uh, stars, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, Riz Ahmed, Riz Ahmed, yeah. And he's he's the other guy that's been nominated for an Oscar. He's the, the, the first, um, is he the first Muslim actor to be nominated for Best Actor, I think. And uh, it's it seems to be like a it's like a pretty I'm pretty sure that Chadwick Boseman is going to win that win that one. Uh, like I, I think that's a foregone conclusion now. But yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a kind of a, a bittersweet moment because it's nice that he won it, but it just would have been really lovely for him to be there and see it. It's like a second second time this has happened in living memory, where it's like the first time was Heath Ledger. Uh, for me, anyway, that watching yeah. that was that was really sad as well, um, and that's yeah. me bringing that's me bringing the show down. <laughs> I will say this though, in this might, and this might.
I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this though. This is definitely a hot take opinion as, as happy as I was that Heath Ledger won best supporting actor for the Joker. I think had he not died, it would have gone to Robert Downey Jr. Do you reckon? Um, I do think so because as well, much what was as he nominated for that year, uh, Tropic that, Thunder, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, that was right. yeah when he's playing uh, guy. Uh, was it the uh, uh, guy Lazarus or whatever his name yeah. was? Or you know, was and it was hilarious. just he was because it was hilarious and it was nuanced and it was topical and it was yeah. satirical. You know, yeah. and there was yeah. all the elements at play that made that character or Kirk Lazarus. That's what it was. Yes. Um. And, and so like all of those elements that went into that one, and 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 I as much as I love Heath Ledger, Ledger as a Joker, and I do, it's iconic. But that that RDJ uh, uh, performance is still, I think, his best performance ever. Yeah, and and it's just one that, like, you know, it's still so iconic. And I think the Joker was overplayed as a bit of a meme. Mm. Um, and not to say that it ran its legacy into the ground or nothing, but I don't know. I think that that Heath Ledger would have been nominated, but the Academy wasn't quite there yet. It was just the tragic nature. Yeah. of the uh, of the death because even this year with chadwick boseman like him hiding his cancer and then dying from it like that's mm. insane but also it's like a lot you'll you'll see reports that the academy voters they won't even watch all the movies no they won't no that they're voting on and so it's like no. look man like every year the academy continuously makes itself more and more irrelevant yeah and no one cares no one cares and then the, the whole thing about um what what happens with uh, you know that I think it was last was it last year where they put in all these new uh, new regulations uh, if, in order to be nominated you have to adhere to a certain level n number of diversity criteria yeah and then yeah. looking at them it was just a joke it yeah. was an absolute joke you could literally have a PR person that was like that was working on the movie that was of color or like a woman and then that would be fine that'd be it and and everyone was banging on about this as if it was a terrible thing and like uh, getting in the way and i'm like it's it's not it's not changing anything no they're but, just uh, it, but it looks like it on paper that's all yeah, it is that's that's yeah. literally all it boils down to <clears throat> hollywood look hollywood is as fake as they come you know yeah and and the thing is it's all power it's all ego it's all money i used to work for um a place called mark's garden which is the flower shop that provides the flowers to the oscars and generally okay. to most of hollywood yeah and i was working there as a temp for quite some time in 2012 and then we'd get people like, you know, um, who's um, Kim Kardashian's mom? What's her name? Um, uh, Chris. Chris, Chris, no. Jenner, Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. She would call in every day. It yeah, it is Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner would call in every day to order flowers. <laughs> Horrible person. Horrible person. You know, <laughs> and it's like, it's just, it's all about money. And, it, you know, I pissed off um, this one, uh, I think it was like a nice outlet, like a store or something like that. Because they were like, how much should we spend on a bouquet? And I'm like, I don't know, it, you know, it's general, like whatever, you know, she's like, she's like, well, I mean, 150 seems like a little bit too high. I'm like, well, you can do 125 and you're going to get a very nice display as well. No, we'll do 150. I'm like, oh, okay. And I process the order and the lady calls my boss and's like, he was shaming me over how much money to spend. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you didn't know what to spend, you know, like, but it's because I, it's because I suggested the cheaper, more frugal approach and they don't want to ever be thought as being cheap. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that's how the system works. Is they they just that's why the Oscars you know they dump you know that was what Harvey Weinstein that's how he made his made the name for himself. He pumped so much money into the marketing yeah. for for the Oscar push. He's like, are you telling me that Saving uh, that that was it Shakespeare in, in Love? In love, yeah. Like was better than Saving Private Ryan? I think that was the same year, right? That was yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I like Shakespeare in Love. Don't get me wrong, but you know you're watching something like saving private ryan where people exit the cinema and they're quiet because of reflection 
Yeah. Versus like walking out of that movie going like, man, they covered up Gwen Paltrow's boobies like the whole time. You know, <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> you know, like what the board and the wrapping. I mean, I was 17. <laughs> I was looking. But this, this is one thing that I remember about the, the Oscars that I was really, I thought was really stupid was the best popular film idea. And that's a uh, Red Ranger coming up with that. Oh, what? that was, that was just Dark give Knight. it to Black Panther. That was such yeah. a dumb idea. That and was that. Like, <laughs> what I loved that, about that was everyone was like, just give it to Black Panther. Yeah. Like just cause that's yeah. what it was for. It was like literally just the Black Panther Oscar goes to Black Panther. Like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And uh and then you know they nominated it for best picture. And as much as I enjoy Black Panther, it is not best. Like Infinity War was an overall better movie than uh, Black Panther. I mean, I, if you're gonna talk about comic book movies getting an Oscar, I always thought, well, be, being nominated for me, it was always Logan. If you're gonna nominate yeah. a movie, you're gonna have to nominate Logan. That's Wait, that. didn't yeah. Only got uh, best adapted screenplay, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, but it was yeah, never going to get. It was never going to get nominated for best picture. Like, and I mean, then, it should have won best trailer. My God, yeah. <laughs> my well, God, yeah. that trailer. That was Dark, like, that... I, Dark Knight didn't get the uh, best that's, picture yeah, nomination. That's why that, that really bothered me. That really. That's and, why this is all. This all started was because it all started got, because of that. Yeah, yeah the backlash. Yeah, Oscars about that. But it's I like not. I hate Dark Knight. I mean, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman asked Batman, have you seen Twilight in the next Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're but, a funny uh, guy, Sally. <laughs> you got them for everyone. Uh, this it's just it's just one of the things that it's like it, it was it was today that they were coming out with all the nominations. And I just norm I mean, every year I used to have to cover this uh, at the Oscars. I used to have to stay up uh, was 4 a.m. over here in, in France. To, to cover them, which was not, is, I just seem to be used to this sort of stuff now. It's kind of made me used to it. And I, mem I remember the year that there's always a year where it's like, it's his year. So it's like, for, I think it was the Leonardo DiCaprio year, which was like the most boring one where it was just like, okay, just give him his bloody Oscar because yeah. he got, because he got, I don't know, what did he, he fought a bear in that movie? He got, yeah, the, the joke yeah, was he, he got the Oscar because he got effed by a bear. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, The Revenant was a good movie, but it wasn't like, the best thing I'd ever oh, seen, man. you know. Did, but did he, he do with a bear? No, he, there's a scene. He, there's oh, a scene he, where he gets like he gets messed up by a bear pretty bad. Oh, and, like the joke like, was. I the movie, so. That's like Denzel Washington should have got uh, an Oscar for um, where you played the tornado, and then he he got the Oscar for Training Day the next year or something. Yeah, yeah. He was he good lost in out to Kevin Spacey for American Beauty. Oh God, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. So they oh, always man, play it, catch up the next year. Can they take back Oscars? God, that'd be nice. I wish. <laughs> like, hey, uh, hey, midnight. Jokes on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I'm still upset that Star Wars lost to Annie Hall back in '78. And I'm kidding that about was, that too. Screw La La Land. Dramatic, dramatic. Uh, I think that's the best moment in Oscar history, personally. How did Out of Africa win anyway? I mean. mm. I thought the uh, the La La Land moment was the best Oscar moment ever. I I really did not like that film. I thought that film was just like I, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched. I it. I thought it was Hollywood just glory. Like yeah, kind of, I want to see it. Yeah. Well, it's, it is. It's it's like it's like hey, let's take Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and you know I don't know make them dance. Yeah. Right. And it's like and sing badly, dance badly. Yeah. So it's, you know, he was, like, he was great. It's like drive, it's like though. it's two white people going like, hey, he have you ever heard of jazz? Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's around mansplaining jazz for like two hours, yeah. and, then, and then it's like this film deserves to get best best picture. No, I'm sorry, your his previous film was much better. Whiplash was much better, 
But uh, and then it, well, his last film was was it the Moon Landing one? I thought Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan, Ryan yeah, Gosling, First face. Man or something like that. First Man, I, yeah, I, there you go. There's um, a, I realize there's a lot that I just haven't seen. I just kind of like, I don't know, like a lot of these movies so nowadays. Stuff, this, yeah, they're not really interesting to me. They're like, you know, like I would rather watch a terrible action movie than I think some of these like, you know, uh, Oscar draws. But then there's sometimes you get You're late traffic. Yeah, no, I'd I'd rather watch 1996 Eraser than some of <laughs> yeah. these movies, you know? uh like that's what we need like that's the thing like i loved with like uh with with um oh, liam neeson kind of becoming like the new action go-to but yeah. the problem though is that they it was that the movies just became kind of repetitive and it wasn't like upping the stakes each time around you know it felt yeah, like the, yeah he did the gray and i think he peaked it with the gray the gray was amazing though that's then, Car uh, have, you, yeah. have you guys seen boss level the new carnahan one hmm. no, no that I just haven't. dropped on hulu last week um <clears throat> It's good. That's the new Joe Carnahan movie. Yeah, it's it's basically yeah. a video game movie. It's 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 very it's like a guy sucking a time loop where every day he dies and he's trying to uncover why he's gonna like what's going on. And it's it's got uh Frank Grillo, it's got Mel Gibson as oh, the bad I've heard guy. Naomi yeah, Watts, yeah. It it was weird yeah. because like it it just came out, but like I saw it months ago because somebody had sent me like a link to it, and I thought that it was already out, and I watched it, and then I realized after I'm like, oh, it's not out yet. Yeah. Ooh. -oh. You know, like whoa, whoa, um, and then, uh, but it was good, and, and I got to rewatch it on Hulu. But it's I, like I, it hasn't been released here yet. Uh, in, instead, I've just been, I've, I've literally just got an email of someone yeah. asking, "Hey, do you want to review Chaos Walking?" <laughs> I'm like, no, not that. Yeah, movie. when I was uh, when I was like, in the uh, that's when out, I was in the Philippines, yeah. when I was in the Philippines during the '80s, I used to watch 15 movies a week. I can't and, do that now. I can't. No, I, there's I no can't way. Do that there's now. no yeah. way. It's so I mean, hard. It's it's hard when yeah. you even have to do like reviews or content creation, because mm -hmm. it's like it makes crap. you not want to do it. It makes yeah, you not, yeah. yeah. Like because because for me, the way I look at it is like, what can I bring to the table that's at least something unique? Yeah. And and I feel like it's all because I'm not a very good editor, truthfully. So and I don't like to. And given what happened with this copyright strikes, I don't like to use footage very often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you. You, like, you you deal with it. I don't know. It's annoying. Yeah. It's, it, uh, it, honestly, it, when you start reviewing things, it, you, you can't. Uh, I mean, it's this is us bitching and moaning about reviewing things for a living. Yeah. But it, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a bit like sitting in front of a. I remember watching Avengers Endgame, thinking I'm going to have to review this later. I can't just yeah. sit and enjoy it. And it, it's you have to always be switched on. And I do kind of like to switch my brain off a bit during, especially an action movie like that. That's why I like action films, because it gives me the opportunity to just switch off mm -hmm. and enjoy Arnie, for instance. Uh, I love Arnie movies. That's why we've got so many Arnie clips. Because James and I are great. Arnie fans. Yeah, yeah they're, they're talking, great, man. Actually, talking... Don't bullshit me. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you, James. Well, I love it's, Arnie. It's a different life now. I mean, for me, I have to write every single day yeah. for the site, which I'm not used to, like, when I was with the All Music guy back in 2001, I'd write five articles a week, but they're all music reviews and they were shorter. Yeah. But to, to develop content every day, oh my God, the burnout factor is high. It is. It's, yeah. It is. It is yeah. I do I, Edward, six Edward, videos a day. Edward knows that. He writes, yeah, like 20, say, yeah, Edward. He writes like 20 articles a day. Oh my God. No, I, not, not 20. Don't, don't say that because then Matt's going to leave because he's going to be like, oh, you, you're one of those sites that just put. <laughs> Pushes out content constantly. Yeah, I, oh, I, 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 I already know that, Edward. 
Yeah, I go to small screen every day. And I'm like, Ed, Ed's I have writing some freelancers. I, I do pay my freelancers, but it's uh... <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I know for me on the whole scoop thing, it's like because I can't. I don't like to. I'm such a weird. I, I'm very logical, like in how I approach things. I yes. like there to be like some kind of some kind of like basis in that and it's not yeah. that i don't like i know mikey and i've gone back and forth about this a little yeah. bit um you know where i don't like i don't really cover many scoops anymore and it's not that i don't read them i do but it's mm -hmm. i just i can't i can't bring myself to do it it's such a yeah. weird thing it's mm -hmm. like i don't like to be it's not that i view them as being dishonest but there are so many dishonest actors out there that mm -hmm. have just like killed it for me that i just don't want to deal with that nonsense yeah. Yeah. knock knock but uh, I love the fact that Ed, you know, quotes the sources, and that was something I had never seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah always and do. It gives you a lot of credibility, and I, that's why when I started reading your site, I was like, okay, this guy knows his stuff. It's um, it's, it's a really funny thing though, because I do ask them all if they're okay with it. Many of them are not, because one of the things is if you if you read something that someone's written, there's um they kind of feel like, oh, maybe they might know it's me or something, especially if, if you're dealing with people that are directly working with certain companies. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's something that it's like, it, I mean, yeah, I, I think I am one of the only people that does that, but it's just, yeah, it's just something that I was like, I, and I see, I think you're doing it too a bit now. Aren't um, you, yeah, I am, yeah. It depends. <laughs> it depends on the situation. Yeah, exactly. It does depend. Yeah. But yeah, it is it, like, it's like, something that, you want to bring up or, you know. Yeah. Well, one of the things, though, is like about this that I, I never, never ex experienced before in my life. Even when I was working, I was working, I used to work for like Empire Magazine and The Express. Uh, not not a brilliant outlet, I'm going to be honest, but, you know, you got to work as a journalist somewhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, they what, uh, No, no, I was thinking of Met. No, I think Express would run Mike Zero scoops all the time. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Like the it's Express like is awful. I, I was on the T. I was. <laughs> I was on the TV team and I, I used to do a lot of TV stuff there, but I, the, the team is great. That's the thing. The team was brilliant. Working there was, was really fun. But um, this, like I, we used to get sent a lot of shit from people being like, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. The express would run it like, yeah. you know, and, it, and but it, cause it, they knew it would give, bring them hits. The amount of stuff I get on Twitter DMS from people being like, this is going to happen. And I'm like, man, like the minute you start asking them questions and they kind of just disappear into the ether or just and like, can I, can I, can I like contact you some other way to, to actually prove that you are who you say you are, you work for you. Like it's weird. You, you do attract some, bizarre yeah, yeah i i, I get right. those more now than ever before yeah I, I will have to say though of all the projects that i've had to scoop the most difficult was wandavision yes um, initially i wasn't getting anything and then when i got things it was from so early in the production that someone had kept it kept changing and changing and they, well, they was... publicly admit the show was experimental and they kept changing yeah. it that was the problem with the show they kept on and then i think one of the things that was problematic with that was was the pandemic. I think it really yeah. put them through a loop, where they yeah. they were like they had all this stuff planned, and then they're like, we just can't do it because we can't film this stuff. There's no way we can do it. And talking to directors as well. So one of the directors that I, I was talking to recently is the guy that he's uh, he directed stuff on uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, he did Legion. You know, he's done lots of stuff like that. He's yeah. there's a Netflix show coming out called uh, Shadow and Bone, that's uh, that looks pretty good. And he he directed yeah, that's pretty soon. Yeah, he, he directed all that. And he was talking to me about how uh, how much of a nightmare it is to get these things filmed now, because there's literally no L.A. He said L.A. is just you can't do it. Like it's impossible mm -hmm. because none of the none of the warehouses or the places where we film in L.A. are capable. They, they have really bad um, vent ventilation and stuff like that. So you just can't do it there, which is why they're all going to New Zealand and Australia. 
because over there that yeah. they've prepped for this and also they don't have COVID, but they also have like, or well, New Zealand doesn't, New Zealand, Australia has a couple of cases, but they're just so much more ready for this. So now like Shadow and Bone was almost entirely filmed in New Zealand. And uh, one of the problems with WandaVision was they couldn't film there. They couldn't, they couldn't get the actors to go over there. So they just stopped, they just cut loads of storylines out. They're just like, we have to cut this. They literally cut Doctor Strange out of, the, out of it. And then uh, um, Kevin Feige was like, oh, maybe we just shouldn't, put anything like of any note really in the in these series just keep it to the films um so that's probably one of the reasons why we didn't see dr strange as well you know it's interesting edward um when remember i was on sales show last week and i was yes. talking about how my source has seen snyder cut yeah and he's the marvel, the marvel and he, he, he loved it he loved it and he yeah. said you know people the regular fans are going to go crazy over this film and because initially, I was getting some some wrong and not really wrong intel from very biased people about the movie, saying, "Oh no, it's same old thing," and and I was like, wasn't sure about how the film would be until I got the source telling me, like, "Yeah, guy, this is amazing movie," mm. and you know, and I hated Donald Justice, but I loved this film. Save Martha. Why did you say that name? And this this guy collects like Funko Marvels. I mean, I mean, yeah. he's that much of a Marvel fan. So anyway, I, I bring I'm bringing this up is that um, a day or so later, after I was on Sill's show, I uh, got a call from somebody who was from Warner. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, I heard what you said on the YouTube show. You didn't mention so, but obviously it was it was that." And he said. You know, I would really, I would really appreciate it if he didn't like talk about this. Yeah. Like about what this guy said about the film. I'm like, really? from Warner Brothers. That's a yeah. Big, from a guy who works for like, that is really weird. Like, why would you say that? Because, <laughs> you know. It was something positive about the film. They said, uh, please don't say anything positive about. It. I mean, yeah. He goes, you know, why don't you wait until the formal reviews come yeah. out and quote them before you start. You know, it's a, honestly, the movie industry is a strange industry. Like it's it's so it's so weird. It's so as you were saying, Matt, before it's yeah. so full of egos. It I is. That's it one is. of the main problems. It's uh, yeah. It's it's getting harder and harder to cover. I think from a, like a legitimate level. Yeah. Um. Because for one, especially when you look at it from like the output, right, or like what the audience is interested in. The audience at this point <clears throat> only really cares about like big tentpole stuff. Yeah. They're not getting into like the smaller movies anymore. And I think that in many cases, these, these companies are not doing enough to like market those films, you know, like every small, low budget, independent horror film should try to do something Blair Witch related in regards to creating Ooh, some be, online yeah. press yeah. because yeah. that would help it blow up. But the thing is like, they're relying on word of mouth and well, word of mouth will help out. But in the internet age, it, it's not as. You know, it's not as big as it once was because, like, I'll cover, like, I get emails about screeners from, like, you know, smaller movies that look interesting. But then I'm like, I got to spend two hours watching it. Yeah. And then and I got to review it. Yeah. And then that's, like, three, four hours of my time. Yeah. And I may get, like, 300, 500 views on this video. Yeah. You know, of talking about this movie that, like, is just not going to open wide and people aren't going to be looking for it. Instead of, like, why don't these companies, and this is kind of when I worked on, um, uh, do you ever hear of a, of a Rennie Harlan movie called Devil's Pass? Uh, it, no, I it, haven't. It, it's a it's a point of view found footage that came out in 2013 or 2014. I think 2013. Uh, they shot in 2012. 
but it's basically like a sequel. It's like a, a follow-up story to the Dyatlov Pass incident, which is a real-life event in 1959, where all these hikers and skiers got like crushed by an avalanche in uh, in, in northern uh, Russia. Yeah, and it's this old conspiracy theory, urban legend sort of thing. And I ended up getting brought on as their viral marketing guy, you know, because like I pitched them like this Blair Witch style approach to stuff. Yeah, and they liked it, but they didn't give me any budget. And they expected me to like program a website, like code a website. And I'm like, I can't, this isn't what I do. I'm an ideas guy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you give me a budget, we can make this stuff work, but they didn't want to do it. Um, they didn't want to put in the, in the money until, but what was it? What was it? I, they showed me the first cut of the film. They, they brought me into their Ventura office, you know, and like, uh, not, or not Ventura, Van Nuys, their Van Nuys yeah. office. And I sat down and I watched the movie. Um, and then I told them what I really thought of it, which was probably a mistake. Cause I was, I, cause I was, I didn't, and I didn't hate it, but I had like a lot of notes. I had a yeah. lot of notes and, um, uh, yeah, I was fired the next day. So, you know, yeah. and then I eventually did see the movie and I was like, that was my, and one, one thing I suggested did make it in the movie. So I know that's my idea. Um, and I was happy with that, you know, but really it's like these, they don't want to invest the time into like working with that. Like what, what made Blair Witch, Cloverfield, a bunch of these movies really kind of pop. It was creating something around it that people could pique their interest with. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. and it's so why do you think like Marvel movies and, and, and comic book movies do well? Like Marvel has got the 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 mythology, DC's mm -hmm. got the mythology. The, mm -hmm. the the approach is different, but the overall aspect is still the same. And people like knowing that it's based on something that they have read and that they could see, but in yeah. a new and interesting way. And and that is where so many of these movies now they just come and they go and I mean, Christ, how many, how many movies have, have Liam Neeson been in, in the last five years that you've seen, you know, he's in like one or two a year. Yeah. Right. I haven't. Yeah. He does I, a lot. Yeah. He does a lot. Does and a it's lot. like, okay, it's got some audience there, but they're not like out working. Like that's the thing is like these studios, they, uh, they need to start working with people like us who have more of a direct line to the audience. The sites like Collider, believe it or not, they might pull in 9 million clicks a month, but their YouTube engagement is terrible. Well, that's the, we know we know why though. <laughs> what happened over there it was a kind oh, of with, a, with oh with Mark Fernandez, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. Uh, can can we do a, a lightning round of these comments? Yes, yes. Go 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 on. Go on. Uh, because I know both of you need to need to jet off pretty yeah. quickly. So let's just do a lightning round. Uh, any updates on the Spawn film? Uh, for me, no. Matt, <laughs> Matt or uh, or Mikey. No, nope, I, I want it to happen. Seth MacFarlane's definitely. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um, Seth. It's a uh, Todd MacFarlane. Todd MacFarlane. Yeah. Todd MacFarlane's desperately trying to get it made, but uh, I don't know if he's Jamie Fox is still attached, as far as I know. They still want to. <laughs> Jamie Fox and Joseph isn't. No, not Joseph Gordon Levitt. There's another actor that was attached yeah. to it. Uh, it's Jamie not John Leguizamo. I'll tell you that. Because uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I actually I didn't hate the '97 Spawn movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't think it's aged well, if I'm being fair. I, yeah, I have really nothing about that movie. It hasn't it aged all well. I remember is the soundtrack. Is all I the soundtrack was yeah, amazing. It introduced really me to Sneaker Pimps. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, right. and like I used to blast that soundtrack when I went to church. Oh, man, that soundtrack was... <laughs> that soundtrack is so good. Best mashups ever. So good. Yeah. Ne should we go next one, James? Um, is Mephisto showing up in the uh, Multiverse of Madness then? He seems to be the perfect villain for that. What I can say is that I I have strictly been told that Mephisto is not turning up in the MCU and the one reason is China uh, because they know I mean it's going to be very difficult for them there, there probably yeah. will be a character that is based on Mephisto 
but it won't mm -hmm. be Mephisto because you can't show the devil on screen in in, in a movie in China and get it in China. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's one of those rules that's um, it's really difficult. So it's it's a shame that's the way it's going. That's that China is more and more important now for Hollywood. So getting Mephisto into something is going to be really tough. I, I did hear something about that though from from somebody else. Um, it, they're going to change it for more of the porn parodies. Going to be Mephisto. <laughs> And that's gonna be. Oh my god! That's gonna. Be, I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. <laughs> oh man! Well, Jameson, uh, I mean, I... call it Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. I did. I, I know. I should have expected this, but I really didn't. Uh, also, what villain is uh, Kingsley Benadir playing in Secret Invasion? Please, uh, invasion. Please be Super Scroll. Haven't heard anything about that. What about you, Mikey? I haven't heard. I, I did scoop Super Scroll in the past. Um, you did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next. I'm not sure if he's playing him, though. But next one. Be... Didn't they get crushed by an avalanche? That... <laughs> and their industries were uh, Yeah. The you were talking no, about. Well, no, that was, the, that was the The Outlaw Pass. Actually, yeah. just recently, uh, they did get... Yeah, the guy... The, some researcher went to Disney and was able to talk to them about how they did the snow in Frozen. And yeah. take the animation from that and run it through uh, a, a process to recreate the 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 Atloff Pass incident and showcase how it was an avalanche that came and crushed them, uh, which is what messed them all up. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty much at this point the confirmed answer to that very old mystery. <laughs> and how big is Quake's role in Secret Invasion? Uh, well, that's a, that's a question for uh, for Mikey actually. Um, <laughs> I get all the Chloe Bennett questions. I think yes, I do. think it's because <laughs> I had that profile photo with her for like five years straight. You and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> you were buddies, weren't you? Yeah, we 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 met. The, my guy went to date. I met her and Haley Atwell within the same hour. Uh, I've, I've met Haley Atwell. She's lovely. Was, she, she's she's lovely in person. Oh man, she's wonderful. She seems very. She's very, she's very nice she's very very nice that's all i'm gonna say on it i, I have a thing for i have you know, a thing for Haley atwell you I know just... who else is very nice is um uh, well i've actually interviewed her she was lovely with shailene woodley she was really really lovely and zoe kravitz i've interviewed zoe kravitz as well it was really nice i was the only one to get a smile out of zoe kravitz that day that was for divergent and i interviewed her and i just the very first question was i love mad max uh, fury road would you do a second one <laughs> <laughs> and then she was very happy because she was like, "That film was a good I, film I was in. Uh, this film is shit." But I'm mean, I, 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 um, about it. I remember asking Chloe if she was going to be in the Inhumans movie. Yes, and she just kind of winked at me, but it was, I don't really. Know. She, she winked at you because she knew that film wasn't never going to happen. But, but yes, <laughs> and probably like. Yeah, this show's gonna suck. <laughs> as far as how big Quake's role is in Secret Invasion, uh, the answer to that supporting is role. supporting it's role. It's a supporting role, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Laws of Okay, yeah, hi guys. All right. <laughs> See, I, just want, I just have one quick question. I, <laughs> I think that was done just for that video to show up again. <laughs> what uh, is there is there another one? Is there another one, James, or is that it? Is that is that the quick fire round? Uh, I believe because we're not getting anything, that's it. That must be it then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much to the both of you for turning thank up the show. Let, let, let me know where, like, tell the people where they can find you before you go. Uh, I know you can find Mikey on geekosidymag.com. Yeah. Uh, well, and then also in my, in my DMs all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you can find me at uh, Three Buck Theater or uh, Patio Commentary is my new channel that I'm trying to build up where I do uh, long yeah, so form. I was, gonna, I was going to talk to you about that because uh, I was watching a couple of your videos on there. They're really, really good. Really, really oh, good thank stuff. you. 
I, I, I was working on the Man of Steel one last night for a while. I got to finish that up this afternoon and get that recorded. And yeah, <laughs> that's uh, no, but it's you can, you can also find that as a podcast, can't you? Uh, yeah, uh, it's not yeah. on iTunes yet, but it's on Spotify. Um, yeah. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping the anchor will start pushing it around to other places here pretty soon. It's um, it's a lot of fun. I think what I like about it the most is like I try to add like anecdotal bits from my own experience watching it, like my connection to some of these yeah. things, because it's more fun than just like this is what basically Wikipedia is saying, um, because in many cases, that's all you can get your hands on unless you want to pay almost a thousand dollars for like a, an, a what is it, the fifth element. If you want to get a book on the production history of the fifth element, it's going to cost you about a grand. It's 900 insane. to a thousand dollars yeah yeah but, it's insane so you got to like pick the info where you can which yeah. is good um and a lot of times that stuff does get cataloged in certain places so but it's more just as a way for me to like get back to writing and then to kind of just add my own take on it and um yeah. you know i enjoy it quite a bit it's cathartic and people seem to like because i want to be more positive about it <laughs> than um than negative you're probably a bit uh perplexed by what's happening on screen right now is that a captain <laughs> britain thing yeah, I, 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 it's one of my favorite comic book characters. I've always wanted to play him, and uh, I'm desperately trying to get Kevin Feige to hire me. I, oh I can my. do the voice. You need to I talk to what you got. Okay, here's what you do. I'm gonna I'm gonna fill you in on what you need to do on this one. All right, you need to get on Twitter and like suck up to Brandon Davis from ComicBook.com. Oh, then, God. then you guys become best friends, like in the movie Step Brothers. Then you pitch the idea, like, hold on, Brandon, you, Nova, me, Britain, together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go to Feige, you hold him down, you hog tie him, you make him squeal like a pig until he says yes. Uh, there you go. I think well Yeah. The conclusion Well boy squeal. <laughs> squeal boy, you squeal. I'll make you squeal like a pig boy. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get the <laughs> okay, Mikey. You need to plug the site now. <laughs> <laughs> Let everybody know. Check out gigositymag.com. Uh, we got some new stories up there as usual. Yes, Every day we have something new. Um, I want to um, <laughs> give my uh, biggest recommendation to Matt Jarbo's Three Buck Theater YouTube channel. Uh, he you. does great content, and I think more people need to really watch his stuff. It's his, his videos are so intelligently written. Yeah. Now, my preference... Written? Is, <laughs> I read... <laughs> well, I, I, I'm t your, your commentaries. Um, my personal preference is when Matt is ranting on something. Like, I think it's like he's hilarious. I think he's... There, one of there are some very good rants. Hilarious rants. If, I'm, if I'm making dick and fart jokes, it gets pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But he does he does great commentaries, and I like his crime videos as well. Yeah. I think he's yeah. really, really good unsolved mysteries host if he gets... That, yeah. yeah, that's taken a bit of a dip recently. I know. I've um, it's just really because... Well, well, it's... the the uh, It's just the ti every, timing. Everything is timing. It's so yeah. difficult these days to do anything um to get anything on track so i'm just trying to like organize time you know it just sucks <laughs> that's what it boils down to that's why i like streaming it's easy it is easy and that's why we do this on small on small screens basically just streams now we, we do some smaller videos uh, and stuff that, that uh, but it's hard to find guy, the time yeah that guy yeah. james does them and uh, he well, i mean like the, the what they would recommend because uh like i bought this where's it at behind behind the scenes imagine no, well like i bought this book the other day ah. um i've met daryl a bunch of times and like it was a cheap buy and you know it's an interesting book 
because the key okay. is like really if you're looking to expand it like you got to do smaller clips right so you have yeah. like the it really boils down to like just have a good thumbnail and a good title and like have smaller clips and you can just clip like what we talk about here make it like a five to seven minute sort of thing and then dump it out there um and let let people just kind of pick up on it because that's unfortunately this is an hour and 50 minutes and it's been a fun conversation but it's like people you know unless it's segmented and they they have timestamps for something yeah like for when i said jizz rain um <laughs> you know like it's it's gonna yeah i'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym I'm, getting... <laughs> I'm just saying yeah yeah so you gotta like that's the whole issue is youtube as a platform is great for you know for trying to find new people but it is a combination of social media and 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 but it's, yeah. again it all boils down to like you know the, the one of the things people say to me is like focus on one thing my brain doesn't work that way but so that's like the hardest part of it um but that's really why i love my job because i don't have to focus on one thing but yeah I'm, i do agree with you because i do like uh well edited videos mm -hmm. i i did before um meeting uh uh, Mikey and and Sill and Edward and you Jarbo. I didn't like watching Talking Heads, you know, and I didn't really have time to watch podcasts. But uh, I think that's why I go crazy with the clips because I can yeah. add in a little bit of that entertainment yeah. value. Yeah. I and I, I that's why I like Streamyard quite a bit because you can download everything um, and then you can just clip it out uh, yeah. and and then add some stuff to it pretty quickly and throw it back up. The problem is just again, it's like the timing. Yeah. you know on on everything and i'll be honest with you man mm. the edited content even that is like if you can add like find a way to add just a little bit of a hook in the beginning the rest is kind of gravy that's it you know what i mean catch him in the first it's like the script catch him in the first 10 pages right yeah oh god don't even talk Actually, about I, I want to see a, i want to see a special episode of three buck theater called the best of jarbo's rants where he's <laughs> just ranting for the whole hour like like a compilation i've done like, that before the greatest hits like, i'll just you know, get I'll just take a, a rock star and I'll just like chug it like right away. And then, and then we'll just be like, like I've just done cocaine or something and we'll just go off on a subject. Um, Jarbo versus Doomcock. Like, like, for an hour. Uh, like, I don't, I, I would just get too. You and he were buddies, weren't you? No, he hates me. Actually, I'll tell you this, that, that whole group hates me because of Doomcock's secret identity. And I keep calling it out. And, uh, cause he's, 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 Call it Sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper. <laughs> I won't say what it is, but but like they all hate me. They all hate me over there. Uh and I'm okay with that. So but that that's fine, honestly. That's what they <laughs> if you gotta be hated by anyone. If I'm, yeah, yeah, I'll be hated by the alt-right bigots. Oh no. Darn <laughs> <laughs> knuckles oh, stupid. <laughs> we all you're always very welcome on this show, Matt. And we do love your content <laughs> over at Three Buck Bits. Uh, thank you very much for agreeing. Thank to you for on. having me here and putting no up with my nonsense. I appreciate that's fine, that. That's fine. That's fine. You know, it, it's fun. It's all. I have. I think I've been smiling now for like the last two hours, and it hurts. It's so, it hurts. Yeah, I mean, you're basically a French person, so they don't smile very. Well. Oh, you're also British. <laughs> so it's, that's I, I, that's the other thing too. You're very, you know, hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, my family is from over there, so I, I, I get it. <laughs> I let me get let me get this straight. None of us got the Snyder Cut invite. What's up with that? I mean, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I if you want, I can you. I can give you the artist's interpretation of why that didn't happen because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> there wasn't a lot of that. And uh, call it Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. 
<laughs> I think that clip is reserved just for it's you. So now, At this point, it probably, you know, I, th I think it's got something to do with the fact that uh, I'm, I, I've been very open about my, my, um, opinion on um on some of uh, Zack Snyder's uh, well, DC comics movies. So and... last night, four o'clock in the morning, I, I emailed Sil um, a link to one of my articles and he and he responded like, dude, are you still watching Snyder Cut? It's like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, you well you weren't, were you? We have we wouldn't I don't think any of us got the got the uh, invite. Thanks, like, no, man, I'm on graveyard. She's like, no, you're not. You're watching Snyder Cut again. I he was on Twitter last night talking about Snyder Cut. Like, the, thi okay, the thing is, <laughs> he, the thing is he, he came onto this show and he said, after I watch it, I'm going to remain silent for a yeah. week, he said. A week. Right, and I was like, you're right. never going to remain silent still. Never, so many people ever, I know, like, I unfollowed a bunch of people I was following uh, that were Snyder Cut people because I didn't want to get like constantly inundated with it. Uh, and I just didn't want to mute him because I'd probably forget. Sill is one that I didn't. And I kind of am regretting that yeah. because it's like, because like some people are just like non, they'll be like, I know they get excited and they want to talk about it, which is great, yeah. but they'll be like, oh my God, like the Snyder cut is this, 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 this. And then they'll be like, but really no spoilers. I'm like, nah. like you're hinting, you're edging to a spoiler. Like you're getting right there. And it's kind of like, I know you want to talk about it, but find someone else who's talked about it, open up a DM and then just, you know. Yeah. Uh, do your thing here. Uh, the rest gotta, of us have to wait. I gotta play this clip for TiVo. I don't think he saw it. This is up his alley. Save Martha! Why did you say that? <laughs> Tom and Jerry, the best DCU movie ever made. <laughs> oh, man. Well, All right, uh, Edward, plug I'm it. Gonna let, I'm gonna let you guys go. I'm gonna say uh, follow Small Screen at Small Screen Co. and go on the website as well. It is... Um, it, it's, uh, you think... It might... <laughs> <laughs> it's too late okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mikey. It's what's, not, it's what's not, Mikey? What I'm going to say is, it's not a bombardment of articles. It's just ten a day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Ed, a lot. Edward puts out the good it's content, that, man. Much, well, I mean, like, uh, yeah, like, do you type it all yourself, or do you yeah. uh, like you have other people? Um, I have some people that do features. So okay. uh, there are, we have uh, writers all over the world that do. And again, if you guys want to email me at edward at, uh, at small-screen.co.uk with feature ideas, you can and I do pay you. It's not as much as I'd like to, but I do pay my writers and uh, because I know how hard it is to get uh, paid writing gigs, especially um, I, I had an awful time trying to get paid writing in the UK. And I know how hard it is in the US as well. So I do pay my yeah. writers. I, I've only been paid for one writing gig, and this was uh, in 2010. I went to E3 and the guy, this guy from Florida was doing like a Star Wars, uh, the old Republic like website. And he hired me as a free. Call it Sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper. <laughs> and Edward okay. also has a, a very good looking sub editor too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. That's, that's currently <laughs> hidden behind a Batman avatar. No, yes. she's, she's downstairs sleeping at the moment. Oh, yes. Oh, oh okay. no, he's, he's got, uh, he's got a really good right hand man, just like Mikey. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. I mean, like a really good right hand. Go ahead. Yes, <laughs> I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the. <laughs> you yeah, can't uh, say those kind of things around me. I'm gonna make a joke. Reese, but Reese, but it is Reese now says, 3 p.m. I do have yes. to jet. I have to All get right. my kids up. All right. Well, thank uh, you from, very much from their Matt. nap. Thank but you, thank you guys for having thank me. You, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, thank you. You can come on any time. Jarbo, yeah, come don't, on don't make that dirty. Uh, come, I'll I'll see if I can come Friday or not. I'll you see what's going on. What time? What time on Friday? Just come for me, baby. Oh. <laughs> brilliant that is brilliant 
We have taken on a whole new level of oh man, I, did, I didn't expect it to go there, but yeah, Reese is right. Don't forget to plug <laughs> Super Team Mega Super Team Mega Force. Okay, before we plug that, uh, Mikey, you got something to plug on Wednesday? Yes, yes I am starting a uh, bi-weekly show, right, uh, James, on Gitosity, our YouTube channel. Yes, I'll be interviewing Pete DeLuca, Pete's Basement. And for yes. those who don't know, Pete gave me my first break on YouTube. He had my first scoop, which was the Sony uh, Disney Marvel deal. I mean, the Spider Man deal. Um, I thought, yeah, that, uh, yeah, you, you talked about that when you first yeah. came on here. Oh, that's going to be great. Oh, wonderful. I'm, I'm, yeah. that is something that I've always, we've always been uh, discussing behind the scenes that you guys should really get Geekosti Mag going on YouTube. So I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, finally, like. I can't count the number of times I've been on YouTube the past two yeah, weeks. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of... Uh... I've been doing a lot, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... Oh, that's great. That's cool. Well, thank you well, for having me on, Edward. It's no problem. Any time. It's always ple a pleasure talking to you, Mikey. Yeah, and thank you. Here. Thank you very much. Have a have a wonderful week, guys. And we'll see. We'll, I'll see you on Friday, or I'll talk to you on Friday. Yeah, we're well, talking uh, Justice League. Hopefully yeah, you've seen gonna... it by Pipe in our opinions and exactly. uh, let's, let's talk plug about that Mephisto appearance in the in the movie. <laughs> let's plug that now. What's going on Friday, Edward? Uh, uh, well, I thought I thought we plugged it. Super Super, super Team Megaforce. Super Team Megaforce. Gonna be talking Justice League. Justice League. Dawn of yes. Truth. Dawn, Dawn of Truth. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna lose a lot of fans in that one. I'm gonna. I'm feeling that. I'm, I'm feeling that at the moment. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, guys, really? Four hours, really? Let's invite Amber Heard to the to the team. Oh, I will talk to Amber Heard about it. I to, <laughs> again, well, I, I'm not. I talk to anyone about anything. <laughs> but then I'm gonna be honest. Matt was Matt Jarbo was a, a, a he he liked to make things dirty. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks a lot, guys, and I'll see, you, you, I'll see you. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Well, you take care. Goodbye. Bye. -bye. Right now, now we. <laughs> I knew he was gonna do that. I knew he was gonna do that. Let's end the broadcast. For... Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's end it now. Now. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Producer James, end the show now. Super Team Mega Force.